Due to technical difficulties encountered during recording, portions of the audio for this episode are substandard. We apologize for the inconvenience and are working to resolve the issue. We thank you for your understanding. Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the wild cards. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name, Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at ActNatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. Last time on the Wild Cards, the party had finished downtime and was preparing for their voyage to Dragon Harbor. They said their final goodbye to Gerard and set sail from Dunaman aboard the Wave Cutter. While on board the ship, the party spoke with Captain Basson and completed various individual tasks. Several days into the journey, Jacques was flying above the ship thanks to Taz's fly spell when he noticed a ship quickly approaching. It was not long before the ship proved to be bandits and the party began to attack them. They slowed the enemy ship enough to give the crew of the wave cutter time to prepare, and battle ensued when the ships came into range. It was discovered that this ship had a spellcaster among them, and the party avoided and countered her spells when possible. Over time, thanks to Lirute's haste spell, Vesper and Alexander mowed through the enemies, even moving to the opposite ship. However, it came as a cost to the wave cutter's crew, as Levi was killed. In a moment of heroism, Jacques sacrificed some of the party's diamonds to revive him. Afterward, with the pirate captain captured, Captain Basson executed him as the opposing ship sunk beneath the waves on fire. And that is where we pick up. So it is, it is that evening after the fight. Everyone has kind of calmed down and gone their own separate ways. The wild cards, what would you all like to do? Have have we been told how long the rest of the voyage is supposed to be? You have about another week-ish. Depends on the weather. Okay. And I think I had said at the end of the last episode that I was going to stay up top to help whoever was on the night shift uh, because of having dark vision and, well, enhanced dark vision and that I would go wake somebody up later to take the next watch. Alright. Jacques messaged and, and said that instead of drinking he wanted to try to learn how to sail. Okay. He, he, can, he can do that uh, over over the next week or so. <laughs> I don't think I had anything I wanted to do while we were sailing. Um, I was going to work on composing a letter. Okay. Uh, it's not going very well. So I don't know if that's just going to take up my entire week or not. Quite a little. Yeah. It, it would it would depend on why why it's giving you trouble. Personal reasons, I guess. 
I might I might go to Alexander during some point, but I don't know if we have to do that right now. It's up to you. We're we're kind of um, it, it it can be that night or the next day or you know when whenever you want it to be. We're we're still kind of flowing um, through the days as as for the most part the days are just regular sailing days. Um, captain's up on the deck. He's moving you all around the arm of Floland. No issues have been spotted. Okay. Hmm. I guess the first thing I would like to do is like the like the day after the fight. Okay. Just like maybe talk to Liberté first alone. Probably not the shit. Right. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Liber Liberté, as you're up towards the bow, kind of just looking out over the ocean, you hear Vesper approach you from behind. Hey. So, um. We didn't really talk much yesterday. Right. Uh, the situation kind of called for uh, action and not a drawn-out discussion. Yeah. Any ideas? Um. Not sure, no, but I didn't want to just ignore it, you know. Ah, I mean, it's really tough for me, you know. I mean, I understand that there are there are always other circumstances regarding uh, things that are happening, and that you know, for example, criminals are placed into prison and such. Right. But um, I don't know. I spent my entire life um, kind of confined and being told what to do all the time, and. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to condemn anyone to that, uh, regardless of duration or whether there's a good excuse to do it. And I'm very sorry you had to go through that. That's I have a hard time wrapping my head around it, honestly. So I can't imagine what it must have been like. Well, it's one of those things you don't know uh, what you're missing if uh, you've never had it. That's kind of why I don't exactly approve of killing everything I come across. Because not everyone really likes to be killed, I think. Ah. <laughs> uh... I mean, I don't find much joy in killing, but it's, uh... I mean, they were pirates. They attacked our ship. It's, oh. uh... Right, yeah, but I mean... If given a choice between life and imprisonment, you would rather they die? I mean, listen, if I could go back to see myself, you know, say two years ago, 
I would kill myself. I would I would go back and I would kill myself rather than go through those two years in captivity. Well, even with what you have now? So far, I suppose. Freedom's been great, but uh, I, I don't think you can imagine what it's like. What it was like. I, I can't know. I don't know. I, I don't. Uh, what's the point of uh, living at all if you can't be free? Don't see it. There could be hope, maybe. That'll be better. I suppose. Hope is not something I quite understand yet. But I mean, look, if if you, I mean, just using the pirates as an example. If you didn't want to be killed at sea, then attacking other ships is just not the thing to do. It's not, but... I mean, look, if if we had gone down into that temple and the UNT down there had just been nice guys, yeah, great, I don't know. They were doing things... They were doing bad things. Are you saying that if we went down there and they hadn't attacked us on site, but we're still doing the bad things, that that would have warranted their death? Oh, well, I mean, what were we going to do? Uh, capture, you know, what, 15 UNT and, and bring them up and ask the town to put them on trial for... I don't know, eating people or experimenting people or... Ah, it was pretty gruesome. It wasn't nice, no. And then what, they put them in prison? And, uh... What kind of life is that for them? They'd... Better off dead. I would have been happy if they were just, you know, living. Just living down there. And we could just left them alone. Right. But that's not were... that's not what they were doing so like I said I I would have preferred to just let that last one go rather than uh, drag her up to the surface where she obviously didn't want to be bring her into town could you imagine what that would have been like for her what they would have done I mean Taz just killed her that was mercy right imagine what they would have done I don't know if that is exactly a good way of looking at it. Probably not. I I would not consider that an act of mercy. And it's fine if we don't agree on that. Well. I'm, I'm still a little troubled by what Taz did back there. If I can be honest. Well, that's... I think in times like that, if we're rushed for time, then sure, someone's got to make a decision. I think as a group, we're kind of bad at that. But when we have time, 
I don't know, I prefer to talk it out and come to a consensus. Even if it's a result I don't like. Right. Sam, I don't... I don't want there to be... disharmony between any of us, because that's kind of why I left my last group. Mm. Well, I... I'd like to I feel, find my place, you know? Yeah. I feel like... I agree with you that I don't like how that was handled either, um, but obviously it came out a way that I would have preferred and not a way you would have preferred, so yeah, maybe you should talk to him. And I will, eventually. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. We just need to uh, think... I need more experience uh, with the world, and uh, I think maybe you need time to understand uh, where I'm coming from with my experiences, and uh, I don't know, I guess over time we'll just figure it out, and uh, in the meantime, try not to have any hard feelings if it goes away we don't like. Okay, I'd be alright with that. Speaking of that... Um, I was thinking maybe we could help each other then with that. Okay. Uh, I'm not exactly very worldly myself, but I could help show you what I do know. What do you mean? Like, uh, there are things that you don't know about or haven't seen before, right? <laughs> Most things. Right, and I could, you know, help you with that maybe. Show you what things that I did maybe growing up. I would appreciate that very much. Right, and then maybe I could come to understand your position, where, what, where you came from. That sounds like a very good idea. Okay. I've been thinking about that for a while, but... Thank you. No problem. Okay. The ship is continuing to sail on. We'll say we're about day 9 or 10 at this point. Anything anybody would like to complete? Yep. All right, what do you got? Um, so first off, taking the 10 minutes to uh, identify the wand that the caster had to see if it was anything. Uh, you identify it, and it is... Uh, I'm going to put it in yours, Taz, and then if you want to share it, you can tell everybody else. And it's there, under Wand. it in public 
it's essentially a Wanda the War Mage, but better. Because mm. um, it also increases your spell DC. Oh. DC only, not um, attack roll? No, it does attack roll and DC. And ignores the half cover. So it's a Wanda the War Mage plus the spell DC. Needless to say, that could hugely help me. I see. Plus one bonus to attack rolls and DC, but not to damage, so it's not technically a plus one. Correct. Just attack rolls. Just roll. Just the. Yeah. Ignore half car. Given how often I cast Eldritch Blast, does anybody mind if I keep this? No, it's all yours. Yeah, I don't mind. I can't really do magic, so. Can. What? You do magic. Spellcaster. I don't you have to believe in yourself. I don't really <laughs> look at it like that. How do you look at it? Um, I don't know. I've just I've always associated spellcasters with like books and shit. So, <laughs> oh, so then it was made for me. <laughs> Much, yeah. All right. Um, so I also wanted to take the time to again um, just talk to Captain Basson and make sure that he's okay with the fact that we plundered the other ship and gave the gold to. Jacques, since Jacques had expended his diamonds on saving Levi. Um, as soon as you bring up the topic, he tells you to drop it. Okay. Based on um, what your friend did for Levi, I don't really think any of us have any right to claim that. We'll bring it up again. Uh, I did, as a captain and sailing person and somebody more familiar than I, I just had a couple of questions. Um, when we were... Uh, it's a really long story and I probably wouldn't want to get into it. We came across some crates that were stamped with a KLM on them. I'm wondering if you've ever carried merchandise you know in in different ports with that brand and if you knew anything about it let's see he nods uh, KLM he kind of scratches his side of his head best thing I can think of um, 
Could be Kells. Kells Log of Meals. They uh, they do a lot of the supplying for food. Yeah. Okay. Basically, they're a company that kind of ships food from places to place. They kind of you know grow it here, ship it to there, that sort of thing. Can't really think of any others, but that's the one that's immediately popping to mind. Uh, so they're a rather large company that that's their business? Yep. As far as I know. I I do okay. remember them having some carts or uh, crates, I should say, with that logo on it. And have you ever carried um, vampires nectar wine from the vineyards in Bora Bora? I might have a long time ago. It's not really something that I keep complete track of. Do a lot of sailing and a lot of shipments, so it all kind of runs together after a while. So most of the land down there is rather fertile and there's a lot of growing from what I understand. Do they have a port, like a, a Dragon Harbor, where they start their deliveries from to, to head north? Let's see. Would, would he know... Yeah, he, he tells you that he he knows of a port down that way, but he doesn't know the name of it offhand. Captain, I'm, I'm definitely not familiar with uh, navigation terms or sailing terms or... We got a really strange message and while I know what the terms mean they're kind of I don't know in my mind they don't make sense oh. Seven, 17 hemispheres from midsummer a hemisphere is a geographical term and midsummer is a point in time how do the two relate? Maybe it's talking about a certain part of one of the hemispheres on on that day. Seventeen hemispheres from midsummer. The moon turns. Whatever you found, it sounds quite cryptic. And he kind of stands back laughing a little bit and turns the wheel on the ship a little bit. And do you know... Do you know much about Dragon Harbor where I could find a, a, a scholar or somebody that I could ask this question of? None of uh, learned types. If you wanted to know a little bit about the docks and those people, I can give you some answers. This is usually those folks that I deal with. Okay. 
up. Maybe we'll we'll go talk to the dock master, and then you know if he doesn't understand the phrase, then you know maybe he knows where there is a library or a scholar or you know somebody that that might. I just can't puzzle it out. Uh, well, it's a city of mostly dragonborn. It's been around for quite a while, so I'm assuming they probably have some sort of knowledge hub. Okay. I will definitely keep that in mind. Um, I guess I also... One of the times before sleep, uh, I would go down and use or, or take out my book and use the ink and take one of the other spell scrolls uh, probably the purify food and water um, and, and transcribe that so long as okay. I know that there's not going to be any rough seas or anything to make my handwriting go all crazy um yeah, you you, you you go down and do this, um, and there's there's actually um, one of the days where the off in the far distance, off to the east, towards the open open ocean, uh, you actually do see what looks to be a large um, swell of clouds, giant dark storm clouds. You can see lightning kind of flashing in between the clouds, far off in the distance, and you see the waves before you in the direction that you're sailing. So you're sailing south, south, uh, southeast a little bit, but this storm far off, the, the water ahead of you is almost as smooth as glass, but you can almost see that churning and roiling of the storm off in the distance. And you think it's right now is a, a decent time to go ahead and get it done in case that storm comes, comes along. All right. Um, I I would, however, like someone to go ahead and roll a d20 for me. I'll take it. Go for it. Okay. We're getting into probably around day 10 or 11 getting towards the end of your journey you're starting to get around um, towards the southern end of the arm um, is everybody spending all of their time up on deck or are people spending a lot of time below deck I would assume I'm up on deck most of the time I don't really have anything to do below deck except study that book. Okay. Who, whoever is above deck for most of the day, go ahead and make a perception check. Yeah, I would be below deck, depending upon what time of day it is, because I would be taking double shift, like, you know, six or eight hours at night to be to help watch and then go down 
Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll say this is... Roll? I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll roll for Jacques. Um, <laughs> and, and I'll say this is in the afternoon, Taz, so you can roll too. It's fine. I got a four. Isn't Jacques here? Uh, he's, he, 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 he's just listening. He can't actually do anything. I got a 14. Oh, Vesper and I are looking at the same thing. Fours. Well, look, a fish. Oh. <laughs> a nine. <laughs> okay. Um, Liberté and Jacques are the ones who pointed out, but um, as you are moving along in fairly open water, uh, there isn't any any real ships around that you've seen over the last day or so. Um, but off in the distance, the two of you do notice something of a fairly decent size floating along. Looks to be made of wood. And as it gets closer and you start to pass it, you do notice that it's a dinghy. Okay. How how close is it that we're passing? A couple hundred feet. It's not too far okay. away. When you say a dinghy, like how big is that compared to our ship? Oh, it's it's basically like a lifeboat. Oh. Oh boy. Uh, so yes, I go and tell the captain. So I go up to the cat, uh, Captain. I see a, uh, I see a dinghy. What? And he comes off from his post and looks over. And so it is. Mm. He kind of gets a pensive look on his face. And right, lower the sails. And um, he calls for them to, to halt. And over the next couple of minutes, he actually gets one of the dinghies that here that are here on the wave cutter and um, charters a couple of the uh, crew members to row out and see, and see what is in the dinghy, if anything. So over the next 10, 20 minutes, um, the dinghy is lowered into the water. And they row off. I'm sorry, your, um, I'll say lifeboat, is lowered into the water. And it is rowed over to this dinghy floating just freely in the ocean. You don't see anybody in it. You don't see any oars from this distance. Eventually, they make their way over to it and grab it and kind of lash it together. And are able to row it back. And when they get back you see that there is nothing in it and no sign of people. That's the worst kind of dinghy. <laughs> Captain, what does this mean? Uh, it could mean a number of things. Could mean that this dinghy once held people and these people are no longer in it, which is a morbid thought. Or it could be as simple as a ship was in a storm and the boat got loose. Fortunately, without anybody uh, around to tell us the tale, doesn't look like we'll find out. 
do we have any way of looking around to see if there's a, a wreck somewhere nearby? He reaches into one of his pocket and pulls out a, a, a spyglass and, and looks around. Just kind of does a, a general scan in the, in the direction of where you spotted the dinghy. Unfortunately, I don't see anything in that direction. And there shouldn't be any outcroppings or islands or anything over here that would wreck a ship unless something happened to the ship itself and that it wasn't breached in some way. Um, is Taz on the deck? Yep. Okay. Uh, Taz, um, can you go up and look around? Flying? Yes. I mean, do you want to? Or... Um, how far off does that storm look? Uh, the storm was yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's 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 cloudy today, but it's not. It does it does not look as though there is a threat of storms. Okay, so. Yeah, I guess I'll go up. Uh, I'll cast fly on myself and go up high enough so that I can see if there's anything out there, like, you know, another dinghy, uh, a sinking ship. While he's doing that, can I, can I hop in the dinghy and see if there's anything, like, hidden? Under a seat or something. Sure. Um, Libra, go ahead and make an investigation check. Taz, uh, do you want to like stay above the ship as you do this, or do you want to like fly away from the ship and do this? Uh, so yeah, I want to go up. I guess about a hundred, hundred and fifty feet at first wait until Liberté, I guess, has checked out the um, the the dinghy and then I would go out then further. Keeping in mind, obviously, the 10 minute limit. Um, going up initially, go ahead and make Make a perception check with advantage. 16. Okay. Um, you, you fly up above the ship, getting as high as you currently feel comfortable. Um, looking around in a th complete 360 degree, um, you do see some ships like far off towards your east. However, they appear to be um, moving. And the dinghy that you found came from your west. So it does not appear that it would have come from those ships. It, 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 it does not, it, you do not think it's likely that it came from those ships. Um, in the general direction that you think the dinghy came from, you don't see anything. I'll head out that way anyway, maybe about three or four minutes. And then look again 
around, and then if I still don't see anything, I'll come back to the ship. Okay. Um, you fly out, just kind of allow your gaze to look over the the rolling waves. It's very pretty. Uh, off in the distance, you see what looks to be a school of dolphins and some whales playing. Pretty, pretty cool. Uh, but you don't see any signs of ships. Um, Liberté, with your 13 investigation, you don't find anything in that dinghy. Looks to be completely abandoned. There are no oars, no water skins, nothing. It is completely empty. How far from the shore are we? Uh, can I see the shore? No, you cannot. Okay, so I'm, I, I can uh, I can assume the water is very deep here. Yes. Okay, and how clear is the water? Like, is it like might as well be a solid object or? Um, you could see probably a few feet down, but it's not like Caribbean Ocean all the way to the bottom. Eventually, Taz comes back. Um, Captain looks up. Did you see anything? No, nothing. Well, may the mistress of the ocean help them if it did come from some people who were in trouble. So, sometimes um, ships, I think, on like their lifeboats and such have the name of the ship on the lifeboat. Can I check and... Yeah, I was going to go help you investigate when I got back. Um, you you look over the the wood boat. There is no name. Are there any strange like marks or like burn Looks marks or claws or it looks as it looks perfectly intact, other than the fact that it has no visible way of propelling it, and no people. Do they have a way to pull it up onto the ship? Um, you, you ask the captain. He says, "Well, we we already have enough lifeboats for all of our crew. There isn't really a reason for us to keep it." I'll say to Taz. I mean, this mystery doesn't make any sense. I guess it could just be lost, but I'm wondering if it's worth uh, uh, trying to detect and see if it's magical somehow. Uh, yeah. I mean, for all I know, there was an invisible person on board that snuck onto the ship when it got here. As he says that, I'm going to use divine sense. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, you you extend your consciousness out around the boat. You do not detect any celestial fiends or undead. We're good, guys. <laughs> Alright, so... I guess... How would one do this? Um... I would go sit in the dinghy because <laughs> um, I have to be touching it in order to detect any magic on it uh, to see if anything, if it's got any residual 
Um, so I'd go sit in the middle and then begin the ritual to cast Detect Magic. Okay. You don't have to be physically touching the dinghy for Detect Magic. It's it, it, it's a 30-foot range. Oh, okay. I think you're thinking Identify, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah you're thinking Identify. That's okay. Um, but you, you can still sit in the dinghy as you cast Detect Magic. Um, I just need to focus. <laughs> Um, you are getting much more in touch with the sea. Uh, you do not detect any magic coming from the boat. Does he detect anything that's not where it should be that's magical? What, what do you mean? Well, I mean, we all have magic items, so, I mean, does he detect other magic on the boat? On our ship? No, no. And I mean, even if he was to climb back up through the boat and basically do like a quick walkthrough, nothing seems out of place. Okay. Again, just thinking about invisible people. No worries. I I understand. You never know when invisible people are involved. <laughs> Literally, you don't. Kind of the point. Um... Man, we are, I'll tell you what, we may not be the best investigators, but we sure can find things we can't solve. Hey, we just yep. got a clue about <laughs> KLM. Oh, great. They, they deliver food. We, we found a food grocery store. Well, it's one less thing on our minds now, isn't it? I guess. Do they know anything about puzzles and temples? To, to to be completely honest, I've been waiting to answer that question since you guys got to Dunalyn. <laughs> I think we did ask somebody before, but they rolled like a one or something, so they didn't know. Yeah. Elder. No, I I, th- I think you I think you asked Brianna and Dunalyn, and then I then I, and then I don't think you asked anybody else. I've had that in my notes for months. Mm. <laughs> I'm still not really sure what you said. Kel's log of meals? Yeah, hold on. I'll take yeah, it's it. Been, it's menu log. So it's supposed to be like Kellogg brand? <laughs> that, was, that was the joke, yes. Okay. Oh, man, I was close. I had one L. Like, like literally, um, it, 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 it was the whole joke. That was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we waited all this time for a joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like you put in the effort for nothing. Uh, Alexander, any ideas? Maybe pull a card and see if that helps? Well, now that you've suggested it, I'm more than happy to pull a card to see if it helps. I'll, I'll pull a card to see if it helps. <laughs> Alright. I love it when this happens. <laughs> what do you Let got? It. I don't know. What do um, I uh, this is a card that you have pulled before, although it was not you, Alexander, who pulled it. Um, yes, you pulled that it. means it's not a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> you you pull this card, um, and and you you say aloud, "Oh, it looks like a soft sunrise," and this triggers Vesper's mind as she has pulled this card previously. Oh, oh no! Okay, <laughs> okay. yeah, um, go ahead. Not a bad one. Uh, <laughs> it's not a bad one. 
Yeah, uh, th this one did not have a tangible effect that you all could notice uh, last time. Remember, this is where Vesper tried to hit the tree? Oh, yeah, the tree! Yes, that is correct. Um, so, Alexander, please go ahead and roll a d10 for me. Three. Okay. Um, as you pull this card, Alexander, and whoosh, it goes up in flames, um, you you kind of look around and nothing immediately seems to happen. And you go, oh, it's so disappointing. And um, Vesper just kind of walks over and goes to give you a punch on the arm uh, like, like it's funny. And it goes for your shoulder. And at the last second, it kind of deflects off of you. I'm immortal. Uh, please increase your armor class by one. Nice. I did Another mystery solved. <laughs> I tried to punch him go... again. Did, go, did it help? Go, go ahead and roll an, an unarmed strike. That's I'll keep in mind at the 16, otherwise I'll never forget. I'll never forget to put it back. I'll make a note for you. Thank you. <laughs> so you can change it, and I'll tell you at the start of next session. For a pacifist, Vesper sure attacks the party a lot. I do. Oh, um, yeah, he, 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 yeah. She she tries to to swing at you again, and this time she goes right for your gut, and it just kind of holds her fist right there in the air, like she can't get any closer to you. That's right. That's amazing. Because like normally I would have no problem doing this. Mm. Yes, you, you've you've shown this off many times. You've taken liberty in attacking me several times in the past. And it's like, been no it's issue. playful. It's between friends. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. But if I was to punch you, it would do, it'd probably heal you. It probably uh, would. With my current strength. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll know where to go if I need healing. Yeah, I got minus one strength, so that, that means minus one damage, right? <laughs> yeah. That, that's how it works. I'm it heals her as you hit her. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so that's two good cards out of ten. Hey, I mean, you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. <laughs> Anyone else want to take one? I, I begin to walk away. Oh, come on. <laughs> eh, not today. It's like the I next mean... line of the song. Yeah, I know, but you got to know when to run as well. Not today. I, I started to think after you pulled that card that this is kind of a dangerous place for something to randomly maybe go wrong. So what the hell do we do about this dinghy? Alexander, do you have any thoughts? Um, well, no. My, my thought process pretty much went, hey, you should draw a card and it'll present a problem that could, like a way to fix this problem, and it didn't. So, um, unless, unless you want to go somewhere. Okay, Captain Basson kind of comes up behind you. Unless you all can really think of a reason to keep it, we're just going to cut it loose. Because we got to get going. Got a schedule to keep. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of a reason to keep it. We already let a whole ship go. Why, why are we getting caught up on this one? <laughs> well, I mean, if there was a crashed ship, it could mean some kind of... What's it called? Um, finders keepers or something? The law of cash money. Yes.
uh, yeah, not unless we wanted to change course, but I don't think we should. Okay. No, cut it loose. Cut it loose. Another mystery. <laughs> he gives the order, the dinghy is cut loose, and it begins to slowly float away. Um, he then uh, tells them all to lower the sails once again instead of uh, having them furled up, and the wind catches the sails, and you all begin to move once again. As we leave, I'm like, I wonder if somebody was hiding under the boat. Oh, well. I guess we'll never oh, know. Shit. As it goes off. <laughs> <laughs> Should we search the ship? We're gonna... We've been here for ten days. We're gonna play hide-and-seek with an invisible person? I don't know. There's an awful lot of us. I... I have to think that one of us would have noticed. I mean, when you when you can turn invisible, you just kind of notice people that turn invisible. It's just, it's just you know, how it works. I just right? mean they would have had to climb up the ropes on the side and, you know, and then walk across the wooden deck. It would have been awful hard to just sneak on by. They'd be wet, wouldn't they? Not if they weren't in the water. I feel like we're way too hung up on this. Yep. It's a boat. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> I moved on. Okay. Is there anything else anybody would like to do the rest of this day until the night comes? How far away are we now? Like two days? Three days? Uh, pr probably two or three days. Um, although, as the night begins to come in, you do see some more clouds gathering on um, on the horizon. And you do get the sense that you might be going through these storms for the next day or so. Mm. Okay. Um. <sighs> Crap. So what is, what is your, to the DM, what is your ruling on the usefulness of Gust of Wind? Etsy. To do what? Um, I, I don't know. And any anything in a storm that might help. <laughs> um, I don't know. It only lasts for a minute, so it's probably not useful. Because I I felt like in Critical Role that last couple episodes there, Matt kind of just made it up when they used it. He's like, eh, I don't know. I guess so. I mean, if you want, you could use it to be like one minute bursts of speed for the ship, but right. in, okay. in terms of like a storm, it probably wouldn't do too much for you. And yeah. and even then, using up your second level spell slots for like one minute of speed, it's not going to affect your overall um, time. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, as the afternoon rolls into evening, you do start to sail directly into those darkening clouds and the seas begin to get more choppy. Well, I don't, I don't know how to survive a storm, so I'm below deck.
feel like v Vesper would be above deck just because she wants to experience it. <laughs> and she's not very smart in that regard. Yeah, I'm up, I'm up deck. Okay. Um, Vesper, you are on deck as the rain starts to pour down. Your clothes are quickly soaked. This is nice. You were feeling yourself being tossed and rolled as this ship starts to go up and down and up and down and breaking through waves. Captain Vassen is there for a while until he eventually cedes control to Nessie. Where's everyone else? Uh, I know Liberté is below deck. For the sake of this, I'll put uh, Jacques below deck as well. That's where he is, Alexander. Jacques is probably drinking a little bit of his remaining wine. Uh, well, actually, he said in chat that he was not going to drink. Oh, okay. And he wanted yeah. to learn how to sail um, to avoid so he's, drinking. He's probably above deck. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Okay, I'm back. Welcome oh. back. I didn't even know you were gone. Wow. <laughs> well, while you were gone, you fell overboard in the storm. Yeah. We're not coming back. It always happens. I'm looking for the boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. I'll 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 say Jacques and Vesper are both above deck at the moment. Uh, Alexander, would you be above deck in the storms? Uh, no, below deck. Sea monsters come out in storms. <laughs> <laughs> You um, <laughs> I'm gonna call down down below be like hey guys you're missing it it is, it is quite quite um, amazing actually to kind of be rolling through the waves but to also see the forks of lightning above it's, this is so cool it would be really beautiful if it wasn't terrifying at the same time I've never been more scared for my life come on up guys I'm just puking into a bucket or something. <laughs> I guess I'll come up as well because I have my shield um, from the cards, and so far that's led me to believe nothing can attack me. So, like, yeah, I'm pra I'm practically untouchable right now. I'm on top of the world, so I'll leave Charles downstairs. Okay. Yeah, chill with Liberté, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> Charles is hi hiding under beds at the moment. He's not enjoying yeah, this too much. I would be below deck, recalling how many times Vesper and Jacques have called me puny and pathetic. <laughs> I'm not going to get in their way. I'm like, hey, I can use it this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the storm continues into the late evening hours. Is everyone going to stay up with the storm, or are we going to go to bed? <laughs> I don't uh, know, are you going to attack us with a sea monster or not? You have not seen one so far. Sick. Alright. <laughs> I'll look for a sea monster. Make a perception check with disadvantage. Alright. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nail, I'm going to even that out because that's the whole reason I'm out there, so. So, I'm going to look as well. Okay. <laughs> okay. So just roll a regular perception check as Alexander is helping you. Yes. 
That's a nine. Okay. Um, you see a lot of waves. You see a lot of rain and a lot of lightning and clouds. It's a cloud monster. Yep. Storm giant. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Roll for initiative. <laughs> no. The coast is clear, y'all. Storm giant. We'd be dead in like one round. I yeah, that. I'm I'm not that mean. With my x-rays. <laughs> He's bored of these characters, just gonna kill everyone in one shot. It's like, yep, you shouldn't have got on the boat. <laughs> yeah, I've I've uh, I've spent so much time. We've been playing together as a group for over a year now. Just gonna throw all the prep that I've done, just talk about. <laughs> yep, make new characters, guys. Ha. Huh. <laughs> our anniversary what was that we passed our anniversary we played longer than a year oh yeah it was last month um i can tell you thanks for wishing us a happy anniversary i i honestly uh had some stuff going on at the time so (laughs) yeah like people people dying from a global pandemic and stuff like yeah come on precious um (laughs) a little bit of stuff going on <laughs> plus like let's be honest the anniversary for me would probably be pretty much this week if not like within a week or two of here and like it only got good after that let's be honest because because you're in a different time zone too it happened three days earlier but that's not how the time zone works <laughs> I'm pretty sure the time change is cumulative yeah, well, it's not how long it takes to get here is how the time zone works. Is... <laughs> yeah, you you all's first session was March 20th. Whoa. So. Dealing with you guys for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm waiting for Alexander to go back under. And I'm gonna follow him. Okay. As quietly as I can. She's finally gonna kill him. (laughs) (laughs) The opportunity has come. She could have just thrown me off the boat during the storm. Okay. Well, I guess I'll bite. I'll go downstairs. I'll be like, well, it's been fun. That was pretty cool. (laughs) And I will go downstairs to my cat that is hiding under the bed. As he does that, I'm going to use thaumaturgy to like make the sounds of like growling and like just like scary monster noises coming from above deck is that a property of thaumaturgy it says you can make a noise a sound i'm like oh growling sounds like a scary sound right let let me read 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 thaumaturgy real quick Stop trying to scare me. <laughs> Rumble of time. thunder, cry of a raven, ominous yeah. whispers. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, so, are, are you doing this like as soon as he walks down the stairs or like like when he's down in his bunk? When he's like walking down the stairs. 
Okay. Um, Alexander, as you're walking downstairs, you do hear from behind you a sudden... Wow. I'm going to be like, did you hear that? Uh, yeah, I'll get really startled and I'll start looking around. I'm like, what? Make a perception check. Uh, Alexander. (laughs) Trying to click it. It's a 12. <laughs> yeah, so looking around, Alexander, you don't see any animal or anything um, that looks vicious. And as you're like looking around with your rapier kind of a couple inches out of its um, sheath, uh, you hear, and Vesper, you see both Nessie and Dick come flying down from the bridge with their eyes wide looking for something. Do you hear that? I heard something. It was like a large growl. Yeah, I heard it. Where is it? They, they, they look frantic. Well, Alexander? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it was. I'm, I'm gonna go have a look around, see if I see anything. Alright. So, I'll draw my sword, and I I will just take a look around the, the top of the deck, see if there's anything that jumps out at me. Preferably not something that jumps out at me. Okay. Um, you go up one side, and Nessie actually goes up the other. Um, Captain Bassin is still at the wheel for the moment. Um, you get you get the sense that they were getting close to changing off with that, but this has put a wrench into, into that plan. Um, and the two of you over the next ten minutes kind of like pick up crates and move barrels, like expectingly to, trying to find something, even as the ship is kind of rolling up and down. But you don't find anything. At one point, a giant wave kind of crests over the bow and you both get drenched. Why I hate the water. Like... While they're doing that, I'm gonna go sneak down to Alexandra's room and try and find Chop. Oh. Okay. It was a plan Maybe. to kill my cat the whole time. <laughs> check. I, I what now? Stealth check. Do I get? Can I make it normal since they're not paying attention to me? No. The. <laughs> It's a regular stealth check. <laughs> so a disadvantage. That's fine. Ooh. Did I Don't get? mind if I do. That's a three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Liberté and Taz, both of you below deck. Um, you hear Vesper clanking. Silence. Clanking. Clanking. And you look. You both look back as she is kind of like sidestepping your rooms as if she's trying not to be noticed. I cast message at Vesper. Uh, and I say, yeah, whatever you're doing, just don't get us sunk. I'll give him the okay sign. I, I don't think I can see you. My head. Thumbs up in the doorway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll verbally give him the winky face. I don't know. Message is weird. <laughs> you just say winky face. Winky face. <laughs> Raw XD. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. Uh, you you. They don't stop you, so you do make it into his his little bunk. Charles. Here, boy. Funnily enough, Charles does not come to you. Like he's not loyal to you, or he's a cat. 
It belongs to me. <laughs> I'll look under the bed. Um, you look under the bed, and you do see Charles kind of curled up in a ball, head on his paws, kind of just laying there as the ship rocks back and forth. How big is under the bed? Uh, it, it's not really a bed, it's it's more of a cot. Oh, cot, okay. No, it's a king bed. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Can I try and, like, drag him out? Because he was my prize. I, I worked for this. <laughs> uh, you reach out, and you kind of, like, put your hand on his back and start to pull him towards you. And he kind of wakes up and looks at you. Oh, he was sleeping, baby. Yes, he was sleeping. And he just kind of gets up and stretches, puts his front paws out super long. And then kind of gets up and starts walking just away from you. I don't know, come here, come here. You saying this or doing anything? I'm like making the hand gestures, you know. He, as, as he's walking away, he stops, kind of turns his head curiously at you, and then keeps walking. Oh, damn it! Oh, tr tr try to gently grab him. I want him to roll a stealth check to try and get away. As he, as he as he goes away, because the cat, when you wake it up, they just want to go and hide somewhere else to go to sleep. So, my cat I'm using that logic, it. and I also rolled a natural twenty after saying that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, would that be dexterity though? It was the cat's page, so I don't know. It could be whatever. <laughs> uh, I, I I I will say that it's not a stealth in terms of hiding. It's more so that he gets behind a set of uh, drawers that Vesper cannot reach behind. I'll take it. Leave my cat alone. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted the cat. Oh. No, he's mine. You should get your own. <laughs> Is there anything else interesting in here? Uh, make an investigation check. Okay. I mean, I just wanted the cat. Also, are you doing this quickly, or are you doing, like, a full, thorough investigation of his belongings? Oh, that would be quickly, because I don't want him coming down yet. Okay. Um, kind of looking through the various stuff in his room, you don't find anything of note. I mean, you, his pack is there with all of his stuff. There's a lot of paper. But you don't, like, yeah, but you don't, you don't go through it. You don't find anything odd or incriminating. Okay. Hope not. <laughs> oh, damn it, I don't have. That would be mean, I wouldn't do that. How. <laughs> this is stupid, but is would there be a way I could hide under his bed? No, it's. 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 It's, it's like, um, it's, it's kind of like, um,. Um, you, you know those things that people have on like college campuses where they like tie them between two trees and then you like lay in the middle 
the hammocks. I know, yeah. yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's like that. Oh, damn it. Is there anywhere to hide? I want to mess with him. Not in the room. <sighs> okay, I'm going to leave for now. Okay. Uh, Alexander, as your investigation with um, Nessie ends, you don't find anything and deem the ship safe. And as you head down to your room, uh, you do pass Vesper as she's walking upstairs. Uh, noticeably from out of my room, or just no, just just like just like in the hallway. Why were you it? looking for the monster? Oh, uh, I would thought maybe he went under. Oh, yeah, fair enough. That was weird. Hmm, very strange. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to bed. Okay, night. Sleep well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go in. I'm like, where's Charles? He was over here, and I'll I'll, I'll look through his eyes, and I'm like, what? Why? Why are you? And uh, I think that I'll, I'll just cut frame on that. I'm like, why? Why is he there? Yeah. Hiding, hiding under there. Yeah, he's he, he just he stays there for a while. Okay. Uh, let's see. Alexander's gone to bed. Is everybody going to bed? Yeah, I suppose so. <clears throat> yeah, for now. Uh, is it nighttime again? Yes, it is night. Guess I'll go try and find a nice, safe spot up on deck for a little while to see if I can see anything through the rain and the storm, and then I realize that's my vision's probably not really all that useful right now. So then I'll go back below deck and get some sleep. Okay. We'll try to. Yeah. Jacques eventually comes down as well. He's learned about all he can. He's soaked to the bone. Um, it's a little hard for everybody to fall asleep tonight. This is your first real, true storm on the seas and trying to sleep through it, especially between the sounds of the thunder along with the rolling of the waves and the boat is... A little hard to to really concentrate and fall asleep. However, over time, you manage it, passing out one by one. Taz, you are just kind of reading your book of shadows in your room, trying to pass the time until you're tired. And you blink and you're suddenly not in your room anymore. Okay. All around you has gone black. Is it... Okay, so I guess I'm trying to feel around to see if they're... I still feel the, like, the, the hammock, the walls. You feel nothing. You seem to be sitting on nothing. And most unnervingly, that not completely predictable, but reliable rocking up and down and churning of your stomach is gone. You don't hear the thunder any longer. 
and you look around and deduce that you are back in that dark void of endless blackness. Remembering from the last time, then I guess I would try to will myself in a given direction. Do I see any? It's all black, correct? I don't okay. see any. Make a perception check. 19. Okay. Standing up. Uh, your movements once again feel that slow and sluggish sensation that you did previously. And looking around, you do see what looks to be twinkling particles of light off in the distance. And as you will yourself to drift forward, it's almost as if you're passing through that heavy rain around you. It's cold, and you are quickly shivering. toward these lights and again find yourself in the presence of that endless expanse of multicolored rings each one about five feet wide varying in color what do you do I go towards the closest ring okay the closest one to you would be a dark green What other colors do I notice around? You see every color. Um, the closest one to you was just a dark green, but there are reds, blues, purples, yellows, grays, whites, everything. Can't recall if I did this the last time. Um... I guess I would try to go through one of the rings I I, the, I guess the dark green one okay. you you go towards the ring and as you get closer um, you look and you actually see what look, seems to be almost but it seems to be replaying itself over and over again you see what looks to be men at arms a battalion, soldiers, armies, and it quickly flashes over these people standing in formation. And then at the very end, it gets to a castle wall where you see even more individuals standing atop a guard, or um, a wall, excuse me. And then it starts over at the very beginning, flashes across the army until it gets to the wall, starts over, across the army up to the wall. Can I touch the ring to see if there's any physicality to it you reach out with your finger and try to, to touch the ring itself through the color of the ring however you try again and as you touch the actual vision it's almost as if you touch water and ripples begin to flow out in the vision and as you watch this there's a small flash behind you and you quickly turn around and see your book of shadows on the ground. And it's just floating in the blackness or it's in the vision? 
Um, the the book is where you are. It's um, on it's on the level ground with like your feet. Okay, so I guess I'll try to pick it up. Okay, you reach down, put your hands around it, pick it up, and as you do, that sickening, mind-bending feeling runs through your entire body once again, almost as if you're about to throw up. You clutch your head, and it throbs without pain. In your mind, you lose all sense of your thoughts, your fears, your hopes and emotion are banished away. And you begin to see visions, much like you had just seen in the ring, but they're of yourself. You see you on the wave cutter had just a few days before, only it's from behind you, looking away, seeing the actual battle Vesper and Alexander far in the distance on the other ship, fighting hand to hand. There's a flash and another vision, staying as far away as you can from Yanti, and then rushing in to do battle with the brood guards and being struck unconscious, you falling from snake bites. Your brain tries to process these, and as, as you are trying to understand what's going on, your own thoughts coalesce into ones that are not your own. You are weak. Insignificant. You promised me power. I gave you what you desired. I desired power. You gave me a book. There's a crunching in your stomach this time, and you almost, like, fall over and begin to seize. And almost as quickly as it stops, it uh, starts, it stops. And, and that, that thought crystallizes in your head, your own thought this time. What do you desire? I desire power. I desire... In what form? So, my mind is racing and thinking of what I've seen others do, those more powerful than me. I can make these visions true. And you see flashing in your head this time, you, yourself, standing in what looks to be a commander's tent, commanding troops, leading an army. You see men as you walk by. Are you weak? Are you pathetic? I have strength. Your constitution save. Ten. Pain 
real pain this time floods your right arm. It starts at the exact socket of your shoulder and just rips down the entire length. All the muscles, tendons, bones all feel like they're on fire. And as it moves down your arm, out into your fingertips, you watch as your hand itself begins to change. It seems to grow into large talons or a claw, Pinocchio almost contorted as if in agony. And there's a bright flash and your hand bursts outward like a stopped rifle, bent like metal into a bunch of different pieces. There is a flash again and your vision ends. You stand in just outside the door of the wave cutter, still within the rainstorm that is still pouring down. And in the distance, you can see a few deckhands around, still battling the storm, the ship rolling and pitching. The pain you felt is gone. And in your mind, you hear one last thought. Show me your strength. And there is a bright flash of color in front of you. It's every color of the rainbow, but they're somehow muted, much less vibrant. And catch what you see to be an elegant and well-made longsword. Small runes carved into the blade. At this exact moment, there is a bright flash of lightning. And with your perception, you notice out of both sides, two sets of hands slowly pull up onto the sides of the deck. Oh, eyes appear above the hands, softly reflecting the lantern light. The skin around them is blue with uh, sharp pointed teeth at the front. Stringy green hair flows down into the middle of their chest. These two creatures both look around and seem to notice you. The one to your left says, My, my, what fresh flesh you hold. While the other one on the right says, On my children, find us a feast. We're going to take a break and roll initiative when we come back. Has, it is basically going to just be you, these creatures, and the crew at first, although everyone's going to roll initiative, if that makes sense. Okay. Because yes. the rest of you are still sleeping. As you, uh, at the start of this, notice that you are wearing armor, even though you specifically remember taking it off before going to bed. Everybody else, you are went to bed not wearing armor, so unless you want to take the time to put it off once combat starts, your AC will be 10 plus your dex mods. So just keep that in mind. Oh no, my armor! Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Both so of you two assume I don't sleep in my armor. Uh, you, would not, you, you would not get a, uh, a, a long rest if you did. Oh damn it. Okay, yeah, it's not on. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, let's go ahead and roll initiative, and then we'll start with who is currently on the 
um, deck of the ship. Uh, Alexander, it is that same day. It has not been sunny yet, so your AC is actually still plus one. Thank you for saying Whoa, that. Okay, so we're back to normal. We're, we plus my dex mod because I only gained one. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> who is it? So it's Levi, Dickie, and Hermitra up on deck? Uh, right now you see uh, Levi, Dick, and Nessie is at the helm of the ship. Nessie. Oh, Hermitra is the redhead. Yes. Oh, I gotta, do, I gotta do Jacques. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh no, he's asleep. What are we gonna do? Guess he just doesn't wake up. <laughs> I mean, you could do that. No, I'm, I'm gonna. He's, he's your cleric, man. I'm not gonna do that to you guys. <laughs> as inconvenient as it is for myself, I am okay with piloting players. Oh wait, Jacques might be joining us eventually. Is he? He just said he's on his way home. Oh, yay. Okay, so maybe sometime during this combat. All right. Um, jumping into combat, Taz, you see these two individuals in front of you. They are kind of snarling, and they t they apparently say, um, let's, let's find a meal. Um, Alexander is asleep. Uh, Nessie, however, is not. And she sees these two people uh, come up along with both uh, Dick and Levi. Nessie shouts out to both of them, and uh, I'm gonna roll perception to see if they hear her. All right, um, Levi does not, but um, Dick does. Dick is going to run up here, ring the hell out of this bell. Apparently the crew rolled well. Um, all of you slowly start to wake up. Apparently hearing that something is going wrong up on deck. As Nessie is ringing her bell as well. Uh, Dick is going to come down here and attack this person. Uh, that, I think, hits. Yes, it does. That barely hits uh, with his pluses. So that is a D6. Hey, look at that. Um, Dick comes running up behind and just stabs this creature in the back. You see this, Taz. Go, Dick. Eight points of damage. Oh, Dick just ran the bell. That was I'm, Levi. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Levi. Mm -hmm. Aw. Yeah. Fucking Dick. Miss, miss, miss spoke on my part. No. Uh, Okay, so that is all of their turns, and the rest of the crew is now waking up, along with you all. Uh, Vesper, you hear the bells going off up on the deck of the ship. You are one deck below. If you take your movement and your dash, you would be able to get onto the deck in one turn. Okay. And that I'll... includes picking up, picking up your sword and shield. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So, uh, Vesper, you are essentially able to get right behind Taz. Or, I'll say beside Taz. So you're able to get, like, over here. What, what's happening? Being attacked. O okay. By he what? Points. He points at the two <laughs> things that you now see. 
What the hell is that? I'm, I'm pointing with a sword in my right hand and a wand in my left. I'm pointing, I'm pointing at your sword. Directions. I'm pointing at your sword. What the hell is that? <laughs> Why are you holding that? You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> it's a big butter knife. Uh, oh. Okay. So. What? Uh, this is what I do now, I guess. Are you, are you sure? No. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch him in bonus action shield of faith him because I'm scared for his well being. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Taz, your AC goes up by two, and Vesper, you are concentrating. Yes. Uh, it is Jacques' turn. Uh, Jacques is going to also do the same thing as Vesper. He's going to run all the way up here, um, and he is going to hold his action to attack if someone comes within range. Uh, that brings us to the Sea Hag's turns. Okay. Um, I need all three of you to make throw please okay I love those this group always does so well oh. that's a five that's a seven I'm trying to roll for Jacques you can do it Jacques Josh rolls better than does. um Jacques is able to shrug off the effect. He is able to close his eyes as the hag uh, on the left begins to distort and warp her own visage into something that is truly horrific and horrifying. Um, both Taz and Vesper, you are frightened. Okay. I don't know which one to do for that, but I'll just, I'll just do this. I don't have any kind of paladin thing against being scared. Um, I don't think I do. No, she just doesn't like it. Yeah, I don't she doesn't like, like it. being scared. No, it's I have not a special ability. Easy. I don't like being scared. <laughs> yeah, it's my least I... favorite thing. <laughs> I have defenses against disease and fire. If that helps. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank God, right? Especially for me. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, I'm the one over here who sees that Jacques is not cowering at the sight of um, her sister is going to point her hand towards him and he needs to make another wisdom save. Ha! Seems that someone else is in control. 26. That's the best he's ever rolled. <laughs> it, might, it might be. Um, uh, yes, so he avoids the bestow curse spell. Oh. That Next is. Let's see. For this one's going. This one is going to move back here. Yeah, that one can't move away because Levi is there. Okay, that's their turn. Uh, Liberté. 
Well, I'm going to use a bonus action to activate my boots, which means I should be able to move my way. Would you sleep with your boots on? Um, no, I guess not. I see you do not have your boots. Okay, how much of my turn does it take to put them on? I would say you'd be able to put them on as an action, so you would not get up to the deck this turn. Oh boy, running up to the deck without my boots on means slivers. Um... <laughs> it's gonna be really slippy. <laughs> Just so much wood in the bottom of your feet. Well, I have no idea what's going on on the deck. And yep, so, you, you have no idea, you just hear bells ringing, and as far as you know, that means something bad is happening. Right, but uh, not taking a second to, to go out, not at my best, doesn't make sense to me. So I am going to use my action to put the boots on. Okay, so, <laughs> so, you, so you will get to the deck on your next turn. Um, I, like, so I can use my movement to be like at the doorway? Um, you, you, you'll be like 30 feet from the door. Okay. 30 feet, okay. I'm, for the sake of this, just making it easy, I'm saying that you guys are able to get out of bed, grab your stuff, and get get there in one turn. Well, so I mean, I was just thinking if I, if, I, if I use my action to put them on, I can use my bonus action to activate them, and then run and be at the doorway, right? Fine, if not. Uh, you, you, actually, yeah, you could do that, and then that would double your, your speed, correct? Yeah. So I could just be at... I would, okay, yeah, I'll... I'll with with danger, I'll say I, you're behind Taz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'll, I'll I'll say I'll say you're directly behind Taz. I'm good with that. Okay. So you're you're inside at the moment, but right. that's like where you are on the ship. Um, Taz. Oh, sorry. Anything else, Liberty? Oh no, sorry. I said cool, but softly. So it, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something else, Taz. Okay. So the hag moved away from me so i don't need to move away from the hag uh you cannot willingly get closer to her right okay that's fine um so i'm going to look at the sword and feel that i can't move towards her so i'm going to point the sword at her and will my Eldritch Blast through the sword. Okay. Uh, you you can go ahead and take both of your Eldritch Blast attacks. They, you have disadvantage because you are frightened. Gunblade. Oh, sorry, I rolled that regular. Uh... No, just, just roll another d20. Yep. Okay. okay uh, so that, first even one with, hit. Even yeah, with disadvantage, that still hits for uh, seven points of force. Oh. oh no. Um I'm going to say that uh since there's no one like in in that line of sight that you uh unfortunately um Liberté is a little bit too quick than uh he then he um he, he's going too quick to stop in time and as you go to fire your second one he accidentally uh, kicks your foot and you fall prone. I'm, I'm going to say that's your turn there. So you end your turn prone on the ground. Uh, but I still have my movement. With a, with a natural one, I'm going to say that ends oh. your turn. Okay. 
Alright. Um, Taz, at the end of your turn, everybody who is currently on deck and the Liberté... You see several creatures begin to climb aboard the ship. Oh, no. I knew this would happen. Oh, oh they're not small creatures. Oh, oh no, they're oh, big no. fishy boys. Oh. Are those marrow? I'm going to yes, have a word of the are. captain after this. Very unlucky journey for them. Yeah. <laughs> he said it wouldn't happen. He did say that. He owes us a refund. Yes, he... Yeah, exactly. That. We didn't pay for this. Shh. Um, <laughs> the, the Marrow spend their turn getting onto the ship. Do, do we have a Lou? I'm here. Hey! Yay! Just so you guys know, Welcome. I am drinking. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, that's so different after the from day normal. You've had, after the day you've had, I don't think that's okay. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> um, we just entered combat. Yeah, I heard. Okay. <laughs> um. So the the marrow will uh, spend their turns getting up onto the ship, and then they begin to move their movement. Do What's I get that? to make a saving throw at the end of each turn? Um, let me double check. Thank you for mentioning. Uh, yes, you repeat it at the end of each of your turns. So go ahead and make another wisdom save. 14? Uh, yes, you are no longer frightened. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Okay. Uh, let's see. Amaro, here we go. Okay. So we are going to get uh, two attacks on Nessie because she is the only one in range. No. Uh, here is the bite. Oops, that was to me. That missed with a 10. And here is its claws. And I actually know this would be with its harpoon. What? That one hits. <laughs> so, um, so you all, you all see Nessie um, standing um, at the wheel, and you just see this giant um, devil fork fly through the air, and <laughs> she cries out in pain. She looks very hurt. Uh, Alexander, you are now awake. Uh, so. After hearing the bell, I would probably get up. I would look to where I have my hat of disguise, all my clothes, um, like all my, um, you know, armor and stuff like that. Uh, and I will choose to grab the hat of disguise <laughs> and my weapon. And okay. I will chuck the hat on, and I will use it to disguise myself to look like I'm wearing my clothes, which is just <laughs> a really good action economy. Um, and I then will use as much of my movement as I can to catch up to you guys. Okay. It's an action to use the hat, so you were, are and where Liberté I, would have been. And I will do that. It's worth it. Okay. 
do you sleep naked? Like, he's <laughs> probably like in his underwear or something. Like, no, on this, not in this lifetime. Um. <laughs> that that is some fantastic roleplay, and I am one hundred percent on board. Um, you still have your bonus action if you still wanted to do something with a bonus action. Um, well, I can't see Nessie, so I can't really heal her. No, so she is she's, she is she's out on the deck and above you. She is her own problem at the moment. Um, yep. I would say you'd be able to see Liberté thirty feet in front of you. That would be the only person you'd be able to see. I don't like that he's further ahead, so I'm gonna use hold part now. Um, uh, <laughs> no, no, I think I'm good for now. I don't really know what's going on, so I don't really want to inspire anyone just yet. So. Yep, I will pass, and I will make a note. Charles is with me. Okay. But, but yeah, I was gonna say he's, he's in the water. He'd hate that. <laughs> no, actually, I need to. All right. Um, it is now the crew's turn. What? I'm gonna do. Okay. Um, Dick is gonna come over here to this guy. And use. Actually, no. He's gonna stay back because he has a, a crossbow. He's gonna load a crossbow bolt and shoot at that guy. Um. Levi is going to stab this this one again. And the rest of the crew are now getting up and following the rest of you out. So there will be uh, the captain along with some more crew members showing up. Uh, actually, I'll say they get out onto deck, but that's their turn. Just to make it easier and we're not clogging up that space completely. <laughs> Let's see, Nessie is also going to strike at the marrow behind her. All right, so we have three attacks. Ooh. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, the string, the the string on uh, bow breaks, so that's useless. Uh, Dick, I'm sorry, Levi hits, however. Six points of damage. Don't know why we keep trusting Dick to do his job. Like, <laughs> what's he here for? What does he do? <laughs> Nessie missed. Narrowly see. Yeah, that's gonna miss, unfortunately. Okay, that's all the crew's turns. Vesper. Ah! God. My turn. Uh. Which one is the one that frightened me? This one. Yeah. Wrong layer, that one. Oh, okay. You cannot willingly get closer to her. Right. Do Do I know that Nessie's in trouble? Um, with, with the scream that she yelled out, I would say that you would be able to quickly look over and see her in trouble, yes. Okay. Uh, can I get my way up there? Yes, you can. You are right at the bottom of the stairs. Okay, gonna rush up because I don't want to go near this one because it's scaring me. She's doing me. She's yep. making me a little scared. Doing a big uh, spook. Little spooky. Um. Oh, wait, sorry, Vesper. Before you do, I did hit her once. Does she need to make a Constitution save? 
Uh, for this, I don't believe so. Let me double check. Okay. Yep, sorry, just wanted to check before Vesper made her decision. Fine. Not that that's No, good. no, it, 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 it's, it's just an effect. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I'm gonna turn and look at the Hague that uh, cursed me and be like, ah! and then run the other way to face this guy and be like, you're not a big deal. And I'm gonna take two hits against him. Okay. Uh, you still have disadvantage. Yep. And make That's... your two strikes with disadvantage. That's fine. If I can find my sword. Twelve. Twelve misses, unfortunately. Yeah. One more. A ten. Also misses. So you are just swinging wildly trying to defend Nessie, but unable to hit. Cool. Okay. That's my turn. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a wisdom save. Oh, okay. Try and save against it. It's 15. That is a success. So you, Taz, and Jock are all currently immune to its horrific visage. Huh. You are no longer frightened. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> but you're not frightened. Hit bad people. <laughs> Kill. The fishies. The fishies Go are bad. Okay. Um, Jacques, it comes to your turn. Um, you have been woken up out of sleep. You heard the bells going off. You rushed up upstairs. You only had time to grab your sword and shield, so you don't have your armor on. You're in the middle of a... You're in the middle of a thunderstorm. The ship is rolling and pitching everywhere, and you see three hulking monstrous creatures along with two old women with straggly hair. And uh, the old women have already twice tried to influence your mind, but you resisted both times. All right. Um, just for a note, like, uh, when you see uh, Jacques running up to the deck, you you see, you, it looks like he has a, looks like he's wearing, like, a sort of, uh, Pauldron and gauntlet, but it's actually just a uh, tattoos, uh, arm sleeve on his left, a s oh. sleeve tattoo. And uh, I haven't done anything yet, right? So this is my turn, right? Yeah, this this is the start of your turn. Okay, okay. Um, I see, oh, Levi's right there. I see him, and I'm gonna go run up behind the hag. For it. Um, is that right here, fine? Or yep, that's fine. All right, and I'm just gonna swing at her. Yep. You, yep. He does have advantage. One hand to sleep. Alright. 24 hit. Oh yeah, that hits. And then bonus action, I will hit again. Alright, go for it. 21 hit. Also hits. 10 more. Nice. Alright, and then I have my turn. points of damage. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Fuck off him, you hag. <laughs> uh, it comes to the hag's turns. Mm. A nasty beastie this one is. I will like to eat his flesh. The one in front of you, Jacques, will 
hold out her arm. And she is going to cast a spell. She needs to make a ranged spell attack. Um. Um. Hmm, let's see here. Um. So I am going to say that um, as she goes to cast her her spell, her hand, her uh, the one in front of Jacques gets her hand caught in her own hair. Mm-hmm. And ask, and actually like pokes herself in the eye. So I'll I'll give um I'll give both you and uh, Levi advantage on your attacks next turn, regardless of flanking. All right. When that happens. <laughs> uh, the other one. Need to roll saves for. Uh, actually, yeah. Um, Liberté, go ahead and make a wisdom save, please, and I need to make saves for the crew. Oh, unfortunately, Liberté as well as Captain Bassin and Hermidra are all frightened. Uh, which one? Uh, it counts as for both of them. Okay. So they have disadvantage on their attacks. Okay, and then for this one's action... What's she gonna do? Um, yeah, she's going to see the captain rush out and hold her hand out at the captain. The captain has to make a save. He fails. Um, you all see the captain rush out, uh, starts to get scared of, of one of the hags, and then sees the other one, and his body just kind of locks in place. He is currently held. And this one is now concentrating. Uh, that is the hag's turn. Liberté. You hit me with that right before my turn when I'm I still know. inside the ship so I can't come out. You are you are right at the door. You cannot get closer, but I would say that you can see both of them. So you could still attack. You just can't get closer yeah, to them. I'd have disadvantage on any attack. Okay. Um, so one of the things I swapped out, um, I can't remember which can I got rid of Mind Sliver, and I took, uh, Frostbite. Okay. Which I think is a saving throw for them, so that's... A, is. Never used it. Yep. Uh, con save, so, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna cast it on the one that's concentrating. Okay. Uh... Oh, wait, they uh, probably that... got a modifier, though, right? Or is that... Nope, that is with the modifier. Rolled an 11 plus 3. It's a fail. Okay, so on my DC 15, they got a 14. So that's going to be 11 cold damage on her. And right. she has disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll she makes, which I'm assuming she's got, like, claws or something. Yes. Uh, as long as it's before the end of your next turn. For, uh, end of its next turn, which I functionally is no difference, but... Oh, sorry. Yes. Um, I do, however, may have to make a constitution save for her as she's concentrating on that spell. All right. Yes. And that's a fail. Uh, the captain is no longer held. 
And that was your plan all along, right? <laughs> it's it actually feels what? really nice to, to have my entire plan just dashed. I've been waiting for twenty minutes to run out on the deck and use haste. And then right before my turn, nope, you're stuck inside. <sighs> but anyway, it's 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 nice that I was useful. Um, so you still have your you still have your bonus and your movement if you wanted to move back. That's up to you. Um. Well, what I would want, I don't know. I don't I don't want to move back because then I can't move up again. And if I don't break the sphere, the next turn okay. I'll be worse screwed than I was this turn. But I'll stay right, I'll so stay in the doorway. Okay. Bonus action. Okay, go ahead and make a wisdom save to try and save against the fear. Yeah, 18. Yeah, you are no longer frightened. You just think to yourself, you've been through worse than this. You are no longer frightened. I've seen much scarier things than that. <laughs> Alright, Taz, you are no longer frightened. You see these two monsters who seemingly are for you. I'm gonna move up in front of Essie for right now, and I am going to again with the sword point at the Sea Hag and cast Hex. And so she's hexed. Uh, what what skill would you like yeah. to give her disadvantage on? I guess charisma, since the marrow worked for them, or doing okay. the bidding. Um, and then now back to pointing at her with the sword and casting Eldritch Blast. Alright, go for it. 17 for 15 damage. Oh yeah, that hits. 26 for 6 damage. Oh, 21, nice. Double hex, so... So, 28 damage. Yep, got it. Woo, that was a lot of damage. <sighs> she just looks back at you, frustrated. Dickie wasn't there, but that's it. Arrow's okay. turn. Uh, that comes to the Marrow's turn. This one is going to actually climb aboard and go up to Dick. Oh boy. This one is going to come to Levi. Um, so we're going to get two attacks on each of them. Here is the bite. Uh, that hits Dick for six. And then here is the, oops, that's the Hag's character sheet. And here is the Harpoon. Yep, that hits. So in the distance you see um, Dick take a swipe, or, um, take a bite out of his shoulder and then get stuck in the gut with a Harpoon. He is also not looking too good. And then we got two attacks. 
Dick with advantage because it is flanking with that hag. The hits. No, Levi. Levi, not Dick. Yes, Levi. Dick got shanked. Didn't we just save them? Ha! Ah, 13 actually misses! Um. So. Um, At least someone's of, confident. <laughs> because of the bite, Levi is actually able to maneuver himself out of the way and avoid the harpoon attack. Because that would have put him unconscious. Uh, the, crew members, the crew members on the boat are, are taking hits and they don't have much in them. Uh, then we're going to get um, the bite attack on Nessie and the harpoon on Vesper because you just ran up and started slashing at it. I get a sentinel attack See. if he hits. Right? I think it's if he attacks. Reread sentinel and, and say if it if it hits or if it makes an attack against. Okay, let me find it. If it attacks someone other than you five feet away from you. So yes, yeah. you will. You will. <gasps> Okay, so here's the bite at Nessie. Uh, that hits, and Nessie goes down. Yeah. She is unconscious. I'll take my hitch, though. Okay, this is your reaction, Vesper. Go ahead yes. and make your reaction attack. Okay. That's a natural 20. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Uh, that is a natural 20. Are you going to put Smite into this? Oh, I definitely will if I can. Yes, you most certainly may. I will do... Second so level is... Smite. Uh, that is... 6d6. Or, I'm sorry, 68 radiant damage. Uh, I can do this. Sixty-eight, you say? Yes. Yes. Sixty-eight. Ooh, you did not roll very well. Not very well. That was a Liberté roll. That's not. Um. Um. How? Regardless, Vesper. Um. You you see this thing strike out at Nessie and just take a chunk out of her like um chest and neck and she falls down, bleeding. And you see this, and just vengeance and fury strikes into you, and you just strike right across its arm. You almost, like, chop its arm completely off, especially with the divine blast of energy. That is a massive amount of damage to it. Don't mess with me. Ow, here's its second attack on you with its oh. harpoon. Yeah. It messed uh, with you. 21 to hit? Yeah, that hits. Okay, 11 points of piercing damage. Yes. That's not too bad. That's all the Marrow's turn. Alexander. Hmm. So how far do I have to move to um, get to the action? 30 there? feet would put you here. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'll take my, my 30 feet to get there. Okay. Um, is that Charles's movement as well, or does he get to, like, ride on my shoulder and then do his movement? I would say you could either carry him, or he would do his own movement. So you're saying that Alexander oh, yeah. is his mount. 
Kind of. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. So, uh, I will take him up the stairs, and then he will go to Jacques and give him a uh, help action to attack. Oh wait, and he doesn't need it to attack the hag. Eh. No, I'll yeah. keep my cat. Yeah, Charles wouldn't nice. be able to help anybody on this turn. You would be able to help someone next turn unless it was right beside you. Right. Okay, fair Alexander, enough. Alexander, see, uh, Levi is fighting the Marrow, so I don't think Jock gets flanking anymore. He, he, He's still flanking. flanking. Yeah, yeah he, he would still get flanking even without the natural one bonus. Yeah, he's just not having a great time. Oh. Both, no. both, um, both the the hag on the left and Levi are being flanked right now. Yeah, just the unfortunate way they it came up with the um, positioning. Okay, so you still have your action and your bonus action, Alexander. Yeah, so I get to the top of the stairs. Um, I'll. I'll look to this hag over here between those two guys, and I will use Vicious Mockery on that one. Alright, what do you say? Uh, I'll get up and I'm just like, oh, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Alright. Uh, wisdom save. 16. Um, 16 is the DC. Ah, so unfortunately she saves. I get a better DC, and then they beat it still. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, DC. I hate this spell. <laughs> it never works. <laughs> bonus action? Uh, bonus action. Um, Cry. Everyone, everyone's in a pretty good spot. Um, I can't see Nessie. Uh, has Levi been attacked? He has, hasn't he? Uh, yes, all, all of the crew, except for the captain and Hermirdra, have been attacked and look rough. Okay, well, I don't think Healing Word will make much of a difference as far as Levi goes. He hasn't taken a very big hit, and he's lost a fair decent amount of HP. Um, uh, what is this? Is this a bonus action? No, it's one action. Um, I'm just gonna pass. I just want to hold on to my spells for the moment. Like, people are going to die, but I don't think I can stop that, so... Yeah. Okay. Uh, now it comes to the crew's turn. Uh, I need Nessie needs to make a death save. Okay. Um, the two that are right next to creatures are going to attack with short swords. They are not... Yeah. Uh, Dick would need to make a save. He is now three feet, which he fails. He is frightened. Okay. Uh, so here is Levi's attack on the hag. That's a one. Uh, he drops his short sword over the side of the ship. Of course he does. He doesn't have his sword anymore. Uh, here is Dick's attack with disadvantage. Uh, that misses. 
then the captain and Humirdra cannot get closer. So the captain is going to move. He can't he can't move any closer. Can he go to help Vesper? He could, yes. So I'll say that's what he'll do. So to run up the stairs, I'll say he gets he gets here with his action and dash. Or with his movement and dash. Um Humirdra is just gonna stay there kinda frozen in place. Um, they do get to make saves at the end of their turn. All of them do. Uh, let's see. That uh, would be Humirdra saves. But the rest are... Oh, I didn't put a marker on him. The rest are frightened still. Returns Vesper. Yes. Can I? Sounds very bad, but can I stand over Nessie's body? I like. Yes, you can. Like for the sake of positioning. <laughs> yeah. Sake of positioning. Yes, you can. And also because I want to protect her. Like, oh, please don't hit oh, her. Oh yeah, that works too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you you can do that. Okay, and then I will take my two attacks. Go for it. Okay. One is a 12. That misses, unfortunately. Yep, yep, yep. Second one is a 25. It's you, you, instead of getting to the chest this time, you go for the, for the leg and it, and it's, and it, it's having trouble keeping its balance. That's all I can do. <laughs> okay. Did, did you want to smite on that one or no? Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'll smite at level one. Okay, go ahead and roll 2d8. Yes. 13. Mm, holy crap. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, instead of just hacking into its leg, you take off its leg, and and the and the um, successive uh, follow-through on your swing catches its um, Achilles tendon on the back of its leg, and it just falls backwards as the boosh burst of divine energy just blasts it to pieces. Oh, I didn't think that would work. Okay, sweet. Sweet. She okay. did a crap ton of damage with that natural 20. <laughs> like, she she could have one-shot it if she rolled well, which would have been epic. <laughs> okay. Uh... I'm going to step off Nessie. And uh, I can't do anything else right now. Mm. The captain's there. He's got her. Can I? He can't heal her. You don't know that. Oh, you can believe. Uh, can I bonus action Misty Step? Yes, you can. All right, so that's 30 feet, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I still have some movement left, so... You could split up your movement, too, so you could misty step and then move more. Okay. Could I get up uh, to one of the sea hags? You can get to both of them. You can go okay. to whichever one you want. 
Okay, I will go to this one since no one's on her yet. Okay. Except me. Uh, Taz, uh, Vesper materializes right <coughs> in your in, in your field of vision as you're lining up your next Eldritch Blast. Uh-oh. <laughs> I hope there's no natural one. It was faded. <laughs> Alright, Jacques. You have advantage on physical attacks. Alright, and then I will move over here. Oh, no. oh. Sorry, just gonna click it. There we go. And uh, I will attack the hag. Uh, okay. One hand and long sword. For advantage. Uh, I will use my channel the video guided strike. Okay, because amazingly that was going to miss, but instead did not hit. Yeah, I realized, you know, I predicted for some reason that it wasn't going to hit. Okay. Amazing. And then, <laughs> and then uh, uh, as a bonus action, uh, uh, I'm going to use my shield master's shove to basically push the creature five feet uh, away. I'm trying to push it overboard. The hag. Uh, it's gonna be a, a strength uh, contest check. Okay. Uh, I I will tell you bef before. I'll give you the option here. In uh, order to push her overboard, I would give you disadvantage because there is a railing that you would have to get her over. Mm-hmm. All right. That's cool. So so you can either take the the, the athletics or the the athletics check at disadvantage against her um, athletics or acrobatics, or you could do something else with your bonus action. Uh, how bad is she looking actually right now? She she looks okay. Like like both of the hags have taken damage, but they don't look like they're on death's door. Uh, I'm gonna try to do the uh, shove. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, go ahead and make athletics with disadvantage. Uh, thirteen. Five. Nice. <laughs> okay. Um, you slice across her and then you bash her in the face with her shield and and she's not expecting because she's just clutching her face and she kind of begins to stumble back. I'm going to make a dexterity save to see if she grabs the edge of the ship. Ooh, and that's 20. Nice. Which she does. She is now hanging off the edge of the ship. Mm-hmm. And then I will... I'll move right here. Okay. And I basically, I'll, I'll tell Levi to basically to disengage and fall back. All right. Uh, that brings us to the hag's turns. Um, Vesper, you see this hag kind of, <laughs> you look mighty tasty, my dear, but I have other business first. And she turns and points at uh, Dick, who is behind the marrow. I need oh. Dick, Dick to make, I think it's a wisdom save. Yes, a wisdom save. Which he succeeds. Woo! That... Nice. Damn. <laughs> <sighs> Jacques is going to climb back up. Am I? I am. It's going... 
and he gets into, into, into the space next to you. Mm -hmm. um, um, she is... Yeah, she did not. She did not like you doing that. Um, she is going to hold out her hands towards you, Jacques, and violently twist her hand in the air. I need you to make a wisdom save, please. No, I'm usually good at this. Supposedly, I'm supposed to be good at this. I rolled well for you. Just saying. Yeah. If if I roll bad, we all know that it's just me. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's not too bad. Twenty. It's better the than my cover. <laughs> um, you you feel yourself um, overcome with a sudden tiredness and sluggishness and you kind of put your arm on the deck of the ship trying to will yourself to stay awake and you are able to mentally shrug off the effect of the 6th level eye bite spell Ooh. the what? yeah that's a brutal spell they have <laughs> that, is, that was their one 6th level spell slot and they just wasted it Damn. Uh, that is the hag's turns. Uh, Liberté, you are no longer frightened. Okay. Um, well, it looks like also the way has cleared for me to be able to run out and around and up, right? Uh, yes, you can certainly do that. I can get a good view of what's going on. That point, uh, I think we'll do what I did the last fight. I'll twin my haste on Vesper and Alexander. Woo. Okay. Um, remind me, is haste a touch spell or a ranged spell? It's ranged. Okay. Just want to make sure. I'll throw it out there. Yeah, it's fine. I, I just couldn't remember offhand. Okay, uh, that's... Uh, you still have your bonus if you wanted to do anything, Liberté? 30-foot range. Um, no, I don't think I have anything as a bonus action. Um, okay. But, um... will back off a little bit. Okay. Taz. going to Misty Step behind this one. Okay. So that Vesper gets flanking and gets advantage now. As do you. Yep. And it's a tough call. Um... I'm gonna try it. I'm going to swipe at her with my longsword. Twenty-three for ten. Yes, that hits. And then hex damage. Top of that. So fourteen damage. She's starting to look hurt. You can use that. 
I... Yes. Yes, I can. No need to sound so confident. Yeah, you... <laughs> you think? <laughs> Keep doing it, then. I need to help. Is that all, Taz? You still have movement left, I think. Yeah, no, I want to stay here, so... Casper is flanking. Wanted to make sure. Mm -hmm. uh, that brings us to the two remaining Marrow. Um, they are going to take their attacks on Dick and Levi. Uh, Dick goes down. <gasps> Dick. The heck, it's not. There we go. Uh, then it is going to move here behind you, Taz, and you are going to get a harpoon attack from behind you. Uh, it does have flanking with the hag. Twenty-four to hit. Oh damn it! Yep. Hits. Garbage damage, though. Uh, that is only 10 points of piercing damage. Yep, but I need to make a constitution save for my hex. Yes, you do. Ooh, oh. Ooh hex fades. Here is the other one on Levi. Come on, Bahamut. To be with advantage. <gasps> uh, it missed regardless. <laughs> oh my god. He did it. This. Uh, that's the first one. Here's the harpoon. Uh, that's a natural 20. No. No. Uh, Why does this always Levi, once again, is just down. God damn it, Levi. <laughs> That was almost his his normal HP and damage. Yeah. We spent two bad. diamonds on you. Uh, so currently there are three crew members down. Alexander. Ah, there's dice covering the other hag. Um, I think I am going to. Okay, well I'm gonna start by moving Charles over to Vespa. He's going to use the help action on her for her next attack on the hag. Okay. And I'm going to move me. Uh, okay, I can't go into that little corner spot yeah, there, you're, but next to the stairs. You can, yeah, you you can do that. You're fine. Yeah. Um, and I will take an attack on the hag. You it's have two advantage. A, two attacks on the hag. I uh, guess uh, because you are hasted. So Both are with advantage. Go for the first attack. 24 to hit. Yes, that hits. 5 damage. And 4. And then I'll go for the next attack. I can't see the first number. Uh, wow, that was garbage. 1 and a 2. 8 to hit. Uh, the 8 does not hit, unfortunately. I'm going to say no on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Bonus um, action? The only bonus action I have is healing word, and I bring these guys back, they're just gonna die again. So, um, yeah, my faith in them is pretty shattered, if I'm completely honest. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I kinda wanna keep my inspiration in case I wanna, like, 
increase my AC on the second hit that should have hit, but I didn't do it. So, yeah, okay. Cool. Yep, I'll pass. Okay. Uh, it comes to the crew's turn. Uh, I need to make three death saves. Oh, three natural 20s. <laughs> oh, look at that! Okay. Uh, the captain is actually going to spend his turn making a medicine check on Nessie to see if he can stabilize her. Is this the way where we find out that the entire crew is actually already ghosts? Yeah. Does not pass. It's because she's a ghost. So that... so... okay. I now know that as well. Okay. Uh, Hermirdra is the only one left that can really do something. So she's going to move up to this marrow because it's the only one without someone on it. You attempt to hit it. Which she does. For minimum damage. Feels bad. She tried. First time. Yeah. Neither of the other two marrows have been hit, by the way. Oh, lovely. They are full strength. Uh, that is the entire crew's turn. Vesper. Yep, it's me. I'm gonna take my two attacks on the Hague. Alright, you have advantage. Which you already had without the cat, but I gave it to you anyway. <laughs> yep, yep. So right. Char Char Charles is there as well. He's helping. <gasps> I finally have him. Okay. He, he, he is reluctantly giving you assistance at the moment. Oh, 22. <laughs> yes, that hits. Five damage. Uh, and my second one... 25 for 11 damage. Yep, both of those hit. She's starting to look look hurt. Real hurt. Uh, and then... One more attack, because I'm hasted. Yes, you are. I'm just going... <laughs> you are just quickly slicing through the air. 24 for 4 damage, and can I add a smite on that? Yes, you can. You can add a smite on any attack that you want. Sweet. <gasps> any attack? So, that's just a level 1 1. So right, 2d8. Yep. 7. Alright. You slash across her three times. The last one, once again, blasting out with that divine light. She is really hurt. Really hurt. She's almost there. I, I, I softened her for you, Taz. Don't hurt yourself on it. <laughs> uh, Jacques. I'm gonna cast um, Spirit of Dying on Levi. Okay. So Levi is stable. Oh, no other one. Give me strength. Please do not let him pass. And then I will also, <clears throat> bonus action, cast Healing Word on Dick. Okay. Um, please make... Mm, no, actually, this would be a check by him. Um, somebody roll a d20 for me, please. I, I will. Can... I could... Okay, you go ahead. Oh, no, you can do it. Okay. <laughs> let's see if he dies or not. No! I mean, let's uh, hope he doesn't die. Which one's, which one's it's a D12. Dying? Oh wait, was it D20? Yeah, D20. 
My bad. I'm kind of drunk. That's a one. <laughs> okay. Um, Jacques, you you shout out um, to Dick to restore him health, mm-hmm. and you don't see him get up. Your words are lost in the howl of the wind. The spell is expended, but he does not hear you. Fuck. Dick, am I right? Like... <laughs> um, uh, you still have your movement, if you want to move. I'll stay here. Okay. Uh, that brings us to the hag's turns. Okay. I need... Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Uh, it doesn't help. None, none of this is helping me right now. Um, okay. You know what would probably help? A drink. Probably would. Um, yeah. So, Jacques, the one, the one in front of you, between you and Alexander, turns... This is not going to end well for you. And she begins to swipe her hand back and forth through the air. And as she does, you see little bolts of lightning begin to appear. And she's going to turn and lightning bolt you in the face. Great, bitch. Uh, That also hits Levi. No. Unconscious. (laughs) And automatically fails the save. It hits the marrow God. too, then, right? It does. I don't care what happens to Jacques, but Levi. What kind of save is it? Uh, I think it is Dex, but I'm pulling up the spell right now. All right. All right. We want to make a Dex save. Fourteen. Alright, so you take half damage. Um, since, uh, did I save? Yes, you did. Then I take no damage because of my shield mastery. Oh, yeah. Uh, let, let me let me read shield master, because... Hacking. The feet. On a deck save. Huh. Like, spell. Yeah. Huh. Oh, damn it, it didn't show up. Neither did yeah, you. it didn't ha- it happen last time when you, um, clicked sentinel as well. Oh, it did it? I wasn't paying attention. Uh, yes, that is correct. You take no damage. Yeah. There we go. Okay, I still have to roll the damage, however. So he's just reflected the lightning bolt into Levi. Off his shield. You know, hoping it'll restart his heart. I feel like since I'm standing in front of him, I, you know, I feel like you should take... No, no, I. <laughs> <He's still laughs> uh, the You know what? <laughs> what? What? I'm gonna roll. For, I'm, I'm gonna roll for this. Okay. Um. Normally, um, especially for Liberté, you know that this spell is very much a distance spell that goes for a very long direction. <laughs> um, Jacques, you take your shield and slam it down a couple inches into the actual deck of the wave cutter and hide behind it flavor text from the shield master and you are actually able to deflect the lightning bolt off in this direction 
Oh, damn. That is nice. That is Bro. awesome. Between your save and the flavor of Shieldmaster, I am more than okay with that. All right. Awesome. I love you right so now. So you deflected, <laughs> deflected off away from Levi. Uh, okay. I need to get the turn order back up here. Uh, I need to get the other hag. The other hag. Uh, Taz, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. 11. Uh, that is not a success, unfortunately. You are frightened. Um, did, did you mark off the damage from the previous hit oh, that you shit. took? Nope. Uh. All right. <clears throat> yeah, that is that is it for her. Uh, Liberté. Uh, do I know anything about these creatures? I'm assuming nothing, right? Without even rolling, probably nothing. You would probably not have any knowledge of these creatures, unfortunately, okay. based on your background. Alright, um, then I am going to cast Chromatic Orb at second level, and I'm going to twin it, and I'm going to shoot at the two hags, and... I just saw her do electric damage, you, and I... I'm sorry? Say so you would not be able to get this one because of the sail in the way. Because you are up on the back of the ship. Okay, I mean, I'll, I'll just I'll just run down there. Okay. Um, yeah, so you, so you can get, like, up in here, hit them both, and then move back. That's fine. I don't want to use... She just used electric, so I'd stay away from that. I don't want to set the ship on fire. She's a water person, so hold is not a good idea. Yeah, so I'll do acid. Yeah. Acid. So. Okay. Probably not the time. Oh, shit. Huh? Not the time right, to do Go ahead and make both attacks. On the ship? Oh. oh my god, I'll just do thunder. It's so weak, but I guess we're in a storm, so that's cool. I... <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go thunder. Two, ex two extra loud booms appear right. out of nowhere. Okay, so the one on the left first. Uh, and then I think, yeah, okay, when I click it, it asks me what level. Uh, that first one hits. They both hit. Wow, so nice damage. 23 for 15 damage and an 18 for 16 damage. Sweet. Yeah. Okay, the, the one on the left is starting to look rough. I gotta mark off. Okay. Um, the one, a one between Vesper and Taz looks like she's barely standing. I gotta. I'm, I've been. I've been really thinking hard, and then never remembering to do it. That I want to say what I do when I'm casting my spells, and I perpetually forget whenever it's my turn. So I would say that since it's thunder damage, I'd probably do something where it's just a a, um, a thrust of the palm, like palm out forward, like boom boom, to each side. Kind of thing. Kind of like the Iron Man pulsars a little bit. Yeah, yeah, just like that with one, one at one, and then you know, at kind of at the same time, just. Boom, boom. All right. And then I'll I'll go back Taz. to go back to my spot. Yep. Uh, Taz. All right. So. You you have advantage from flanking, but disadvantage because you're frightened. So it would be a straight roll to hit. 
forgetting if giving a potion to somebody else is an action. Yes, it is. Vesper's got help uh, from Charles going to stay within his melee range and feed Dick potion. Okay. Regular, uh, regular healing. Okay, uh, you do get a swipe at the hag from its claws as you leave its space. Oh. Uh, that's a 15 to hit you, Taz. Desper, did your spell stay on me? Yeah, it's still on you. Okay, so that does not hit. Okay. Reaction from me, please. Sentinel. Sentinel. Yep. Go for it. Real quick, and then I'll be done. Uh, you, do, you do not have advantage. It's just a regular attack. Okay. Thank you for reminding me. That, I'm not attacking for quarterstaff. Can I redo? <laughs> <laughs> Can I redo that? <laughs> you threw your quarterstaff uh, over the, overboard. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say the one is going to stand. I'm going to say you fall prone. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't attacking for quarterstaff. <laughs> The roll would, would have still come that's, up, though. That's, a, that's exactly the problem. <laughs> I don't have fun. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. good. Alright, uh, Taz, you are feeding a potion to Dick. Mm -hmm. What kind? The Just a regular healing. Alright, that is 2d4 plus 2. Go ahead and roll that. Nine. Alright. So Dick is up. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'll be oh, good. What? Was that, that one up as was the that phrasing? podcast? But that, no. that, that, that one worked pretty good. Oh, okay. Uh, is, is that all, Taz? I, no. Yeah, I guess that's what do. Okay. Uh, please make a wisdom save. Oh yeah. Eighteen. Okay. I gotta I gotta reread this. Okay. Um, Taz, as as you are going through and feeding this potion to Dick, you much like the vision that you had, had earlier, you get this flash of visions. However, instead of neutral or positive images of yourself, you see images that constitute your absolute worst fears, your darkest nightmares, and you clutch at your brain wondering why this is happening, and you're just able to shrug it off as you do not come under the effects of Phantasmal Killer. Oh. What? Held that save, you would have taken 4d10 psychic damage. How is that all? At all, yeah. Oh. Okay. So pissed. <laughs> it comes to the Marrow's turn. Uh, unfortunately, Taz, you are now right there 
So it is going to turn and hit you twice. You're welcome, Dick. It's a 14 to hit. Nope. 20. Yep, that one. Uh, that is 17 points of piercing damage. Sorry, 18. 18. Uh, the other one is going to strike at Hermitra twice. The bite hits, but the harpoon does not, so she is looking okay. Alexander. Okay, I'm going to go for my attack on this hag to start. Okay. You have still two advantage. You use both. Well, I'll start with one and we'll see how we go. Okay. So, first attack. Alright, yes. 25. Uh, I'll take the hit on that, and I'm gonna use a Bardic Inspiration uh, for Defensive Flourish. Okay. Alright. Yeah, it's bound to happen eventually. If we got the 1. Uh, yeah. So, right, so your AC goes up by 1. Mm -hmm. uh, so that is really 9 damage total. <laughs> um, and I will use my Rapier again, and that's another 6 damage. Yep, she's, she's starting to look hurt now. I will have Charles use the help action on Vesper. Um, so you, your first action. attack will have advantage, Vesper. Shark doesn't need a heal. Based on what happened before, I don't think I can heal Taz. How about you, Vesper? Charles I mean, is blocking your HP bar. Um, oh, I'm pretty good, honestly. Yeah, you're fine. Um, I'll pass again. Alright. Uh, it is the crew's turns. Uh, Levi is stable. Uh, Dick stands up. Oh, oh thank you. Oh, oh, God, they're still here. And he picks up his sword. And, ah! and he runs around this way. Uh, so we're going to get two attacks. And then a medicine check from the captain. We're gonna have to keep reviving him, aren't we? <laughs> Here, I gotta roll the death save for Nessie first. Okay. And then Captain tries to medicine check her. Uh, he actually gets her to come back to one hit point. So Nessie is conscious, but at one hit point. He has the magic touch. He she was actually at two fails and two successes. Oh, damn. oh. So, And and if, if if he had failed that success, she was or failed that medicine check, she was dead. Oh. Uh alright. Attacks. Uh both of those will hit. So both barrows will take damage. One on the left takes Four, and the one on the right takes eight. Esper. Yes, I will stand up. Half your movement. <laughs> I will like brush myself up like oh, that didn't happen. Um, and I'll take a swing at her. With your quarter staff? No, with my sword, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you have advantage on your first attack. Stupid course, Jeff. Why is it even here? It's a 25. 
What's your finishing touch? I'm just jumping up and just like almost like like a gymnastic move. Just jump up and swing. All right. You jump up and just swing as hard as you can. She's kind of staggering on her feet, trying to look around and cast spells in different directions. And you just hack her head complete off. And as you do, the head falls down towards the ocean, and it begins to dissolve into sea foam, as does the rest of the body before you. It just turns into seawater. Great. I will step on her body, her sea foam body, to get over to the marrow here. <laughs> and I have two attacks still, right? Yes, you do. Yes. Okay, not the advantage. With or advantage now, because you're, oh, you're you're flanking yep. now. So with advantage, go with advantage. Twenty-five. It's okay, and one more. Whoa. Yep, uh, both of those hit. Okay. For eight damage, I I accidentally double clicked. So that's twelve. I got you. Uh starting to look hurt. That's all I'll do for now. Okay. Jacques. Alright. I I will bonus action cast magic weapon on me. Okay. Magic weapon. Magic weapon. Well, I, I said that right, right? Alright, yep. yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and then I will swing. Two-handed, actually. Alright, dropping your shield. Give advantage. Oh, thank you. I was about to roll at disadvantage for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, uh, yes, that hits for seven uh, points. Again. Seven points. Yep. And... I my turn. Uh, it is the hag's turn. Um, seeing her sister destroyed into foam, and seeing the situation now, this one is going to dive off the ship. Do they get opportunity attacks? If they want to take them. Mm, yes. Yes. For some reason, I thought they were going to do it, but then I'm him. Are you taking one as well, Alexander? I will. Seventy hits. Uh, roll, roll again, drop, just in case it's a crit. Oh yeah, okay. Uh oh. Sorry, bear with me. Bear with me. That's the moving. All right. Um, as, as as this hag jumps over the bell and tries to dive into the ocean. Jacques and Alexander, you both step forward with your rapier and your long sword. What is both of your finishing touches as you destroy her? I go for the head. I would, I would go for the body. Okay. Jacques, much like Vesper, just slices right through the head as Alexander just sticks his rapier right through the heart. And as soon as both of you do that, he just bursts into sea foam and kind of crashes over both of you. I got her. I, I don't know what you were doing, but I killed her. Right, don't worry, we, we, we both double teamed her. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man. It's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> oh. It's getting there. Uh, <laughs> Lieber. I'm so Lieber. Sorry. Um, it's a Pokemon <laughs> move, guys. God. Oh. All right, all right, okay. Um, it, do either of the marrows look any more hurt than the other? They look about the same. You, you, and from where you are right now, you really can't see them because of the sail. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, if I if I come down the steps, can I see this one fine? Yeah. Now, now you're good. All right. Yeah, whatever. I, I don't know if I'm ever going to have the guts to do this again. So I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb at third level. Um, and Damn, okay. You can make that thunder again. Just that one target, or are you twinning? I'm out of twin stuff. I'm out of sorcery okay. points. Alright. Uh, yes, that hits. Ooh, great roll. So 31 damage? Uh, that's a crap ton of damage. Yeah. Liberté, how do you want your spell to destroy <laughs> this marrow? Oh, I think I lit the, when I twinned before, I think I miscounted my, my damage, too. You did. It was 20 and 18, and I think I said 15 and 16. Anyway, yeah, okay. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Yeah, thirty-one damage. Um, so yeah, this is since I'm not twinning this time, I'm gonna use use both hands and like put them on top of each other to like I'm giving CPR on somebody who's standing up. And yeah, it it, actually, it flies right over Hermiadra's shoulder and just flies into its chest and boosh, <laughs> just knocks it backwards into the ocean. I uh, wanted you to do the Hulk clap. Oh. <laughs> Bringing, yeah, and, your, and the, bringing your hands together for sonic wave. Right, and just completely destroying the mast in front of me. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and you see, much like the one off the back of the ship, this one also dissolves into sea foam. Alright. I will climb back up to where I was. Okay. Back in here. Taz. With my new trusty longsword, 24 for 7 damage. Yep. Still up. Yep, and that's all I can do for another two levels. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't it is Marrow's turn. Oh, wait. Um... Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. What do you got? Uh, okay. Given that I have only points and the harpoon does more damage if I should just down potion nah. for, for for the sake of this um, I'm going to say that over the next like two rounds you guys destroy the marrow alright for Taz and, and Dick you, you destroy the marrow Okay. And in the end, Charles is the one that takes it down. Mm. Mm. <laughs> the last claws to the eyes. Let's make some calamari. <laughs> you know, with, uh, with with the sea foam. <laughs> hey, man. 
Everyone's got their thing. Yeah, and I'll make sure Le Levi's alright. Kaz, Kaz is out of breath. How do you guys do this? Yep. Uh, for, for the first time, um, Jacques, Alexander, and Liberté, you look over towards Taz as he says this, and you see him holding this very elegant and mid, um, marvelous looking uh, longsword that you've never seen before. Were you looting during the fight? Yeah, someone's been stashing weapons. I thought I thought we split them out between the group, but apparently not. Yeah, what the hell, man? Where, where are you swinging that around? Yeah, I, I hit things with it too, Jacques. I, I feel his muscles. See if we can carry that around. Like, but you're, <clears throat> you're quite thin. Yeah, yep, I'm, I'm still puny, but it'll get better in time. Huh. I'll slap you on the back. Like, <coughs> big old party. Like, jock slap you know good job i'm very confused but you know it worked yeah i had wanted more power and my book is gone now but i have this i hold up the sword did your book turn into a sword? Oh, a sword book. <laughs> Can I see it? A sword. Uh, sure. Uh, I just want to see if how light it is, because if you see what you're swinging around, does it feel like a regular sword, or does it feel lighter? It feels like a regular sword. Hmm. Interesting. Still surprised you were able to swing it around, and I'll get, I'll head it over back to him again. Okay. Taz. Means someone else has to stand in the back. Like, I... <laughs> well, no, I, I I still blast things, and it's gonna take me a long time to learn to do what you all have been doing hmm. for a while. Yeah. I, I was quite surprised seeing you run up in the, in the thick of things, but however, would it be the first time? I didn't have a choice. Um, I felt compelled to do that. And mm. Even knowing what happened the last time I did it, I still felt compelled to do it as this was test this wasn't random this wasn't about the ship this was about me the the monsters just now yeah why would who who is testing you the same entity that's given me what powers I have. And this likely was a test because I had pushed and asked for more power. But what, wait, well, hold on, hold on. I, I pull out my book and go back to 
okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Go on. Uh, wait, who who is your patron? I don't know. You don't that's, know? That's why I was doing research in the library in Dunamin. Just thought you read books. Yeah, I thought that was just your thing. Yeah, I... I mean, are you, telling, are you telling me that your time with the books actually did something? <laughs> what? Wait, you don't actually like books? Seems I, I do like people. books, but <laughs> there was a purpose, and I, I will still continue to like books and do research, and I need to do research again in Dragon Harbor. And he pulls out a sheet, like a scroll, and it's like a really long list of things he needs to research. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and puts it back in his little scroll case and back in his pack. Uh, uh, let's let's have this conversation under deck, out of the rain. Yes, uh, that that scroll Taz that you pulled out is pretty soaked now, between the pouring rain and the splashing yeah. wave. And they put a shirt on. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. I, I want to look at his <laughs> tattoo to see if it's what kind of design it is. Uh, um, it's it's like it literally uh. You can answer that the... next week if you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's cool. I'll just I'll just put it in chat. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, and and I think I'm not sure. I think I can use a shield now. A shield. But we'll we'll see. But I, I I'm sorry nah. that this happened. I wish I could use a shield. Mm. I actually can, but I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was your fault, me. Let's say that let's say that this person did send them. I just assumed that. No, because of the weather. In. Yeah, the weather tied in. I just assumed that it was just coincidence. It kind of sounds like exactly your fault, so, uh... <laughs> yeah. Don't do that again. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I I'm... Even in my fully clothed state, I'm gonna be like, Okay, I'm gonna go downstairs and put some clothes on. And, uh, <laughs> Wait, what? what, what? No, don't worry about it. <laughs> well, my clothes are soaked. I'm gonna have to sleep <laughs> naked tonight. I don't know if I need to know that. Yep. Okay. Just in case you're wondering. <laughs> Wait, and these are rope hammocks? Ouch! Mm. Oh. <laughs> Bacon in a rope <laughs> hammock! <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. They're not, they're not made of... The hammock itself isn't made of rope. I don't know. Okay. I've Nobody seen asked rope you. hammocks before. <laughs> They're regular cots, like like oh. hammock cots. Yeah, yeah, that's what they all say. There's no chafing for you, John. Um, <laughs> now. Yeah. So, so Vesper and, and and you too, Alexander. I might need some pointers. I... I I think I'll stay in the back when I need to and to the front when I need to. That's probably smart given how you kind of look like shit right now. Like, 
I mean, that's one way to say it, but I think it'd probably be a good thing for us to teach you how to use a sword properly. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I was never taught personally, it just comes to me naturally. Um, but Inside I could check. take you through what I- I could, <laughs> I could take you through what I know. I say in the stairway, because I totally said I went downstairs. Um. <laughs> Things, things calm down over the rest of the night, at least on deck. The storm itself does not, but over the next couple of days it does blow out. And you all continue your journey with a little bit of heightened awareness, with now two attacks on the wave cutter as it makes its way around the flow of an arm. This ship sucks. <laughs> and I'll, I'll actually move you guys over here to the main map so you can kind of see where you are. You guys are kind of down here now. Over the next few days, the journey continues on. I don't remember. Any as you start, uh, as as I'm coming up with more places, places are being added. Okay, so all right. You might not remember specific places. Um, as as you begin to come up into the Gulf of Moons, uh, I would like everybody to go ahead and make a perception check. This is another day, right, too? Yes, oh yes. This is like three or four days later. Ten. Six. Nineteen. Oh wait, that's my cat. Hang on. <laughs> I have two sheep. I'm like, oh cool, it doesn't have advantage. Natural what? twenty. Eighteen. Okay. Um, I, I would say that Taz, Jacques, and Alexander, um, as you all are sailing up this side, this side um, of the Gulf towards Dragon Harbor, um, on the far side, like just at the very edge of your vision, you see what looks to be a number of ships sailing away. So probably like oh. seven, seven or eight, like a convoy sailing away. Mm -hmm. uh, and then like a... Uh... Signs, sigils. They are markings. much too far, much, much too far to get anything like that. You just see them as a cluster of ships. The color of the sails, at least. Too far. All right. Um, do they do they look bigger than the wave cutter? Most of them look about about the size, maybe a little bit bigger, but okay. most of them look comparable. Is there anything folks would like to do as you start to get in towards Dragon Harbor? <clears throat> uh, no, I don't think so. I think I had one more spell I wanted to flip-flop once we get close to the city, so I'll do that one. Okay, what are you flopping? I, I had <laughs> Alter Self in case I fell overboard. So I'm just I'm gonna get rid of that one and, <laughs> and put enlarge reduce back on. Smart choice. I was kind of upset. I wanted to do that to at least one of you, but I never really got the opportunity. So just for everybody else's reference, alter self would let me grow um, webbed fingers and feet and gills, so that I could mm -hmm. swim around under the water. Jeez. Yeah, or your or your natural look too, right? Yeah, and then you could also grow like fangs or claws or something. It's like one or the other or the other. Mm. Anyway. 
So you you see you keep sailing up the Gulf of Moons. Um, I would say that I need to check my notes because I said what day you would be arriving. Um, on the 88th of summer. So you would know that you've been on the seas for 13 days, so a little over the travel time, but you made decent progress nonetheless. Um, you do start to actually get in towards the actual city of Dragon Harbor. And coming around the rocky crevasses and crags, coming in towards the city, um, I would like everyone to go ahead and make another perception check, please. Aye, aye, Captain. Eight. Twenty-two. Is that all of us? Nineteen. Ten. Okay. Um, this time, uh, as you are beginning to get closer to the city, Captain Bassin is ordering the crew, starting to prepare all of the crates down below deck, and as you are probably within... I would say an hour or so of his estimation of where the actual city is based on the surroundings. Um, you do see far, far off in the distance what looks to be multiple small columns of gray and black smoke rising up into the air. Oh, no. Why can't we ever go to a place having a good time? What did Gothrak do? Oh, no. Yeah, I was going to ask... Um... What was your friend like again? Um, kid of anger. Don't we all? Uh, well, more than most. Yeah, so oh. just for everybody, the, the message that we intercepted that sent uh, Gothrak running was Baelnor's favor returns. 17 hemispheres from midsummer the moon turns the city shall breathe fire oh no what that's why i was asking the captain what this 17 hemispheres from midsummer turns meant because okay so 17 hemispheres means days and many days are there uh, in hemis season? hemispheres is a geographic term for meaning half of the planet so does that mean eight and a half days I don't know. how many days are in summer there are I should know this off the top of my head, but I can never remember. Nine. Uh, there are 108 days per season. Um, so, summer's like 54th or 55th, whatever. Yeah, 54, 55 is the actual uh, midpoint. We're, we're of well past 17 season. days or eight and a half days. Okay, me as a player, I'm confused. What? Are we talking about? <laughs> out of oh, okay. out of game, Cat. Your very first episode when you like met up with the party late in the session. Yeah. You remember that? Yes. They got this. They got or the player that they're they're meeting got this note that session, which caused him to leave. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's there, there's your context. 
Yeah, so it makes sense that you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what, what are you guys talking saying? Yeah. And then when I contacted Gothrak, he said that something was going to happen in a few days. And that was oh. days ago. It was weeks ago. Oh. Do we know if he's still here? Or if he was here? We don't know. We're not in. I suggest you message him right now, then. I can't do that anymore. Oh. Alright, then. Uh, Captain Basson picks up on the anxiety from you all and notices the, the smoke in the distance and kind of looks to you all. That's not ominous. How far away were the other ships we saw that were leaving? That was days ago. Okay, at this point it was days ago. Uh, is there any ships moving at all now that we're an hour away? Not You have not seen a ship in since the ones that you saw sailing out of the Gulf. Okay. Uh, Captain, should we do something other than go directly to a city that has plumes of smoke? I, um, to be honest, this trip has been very unlucky. Probably my most unlucky as a captain, and I needed a very stiff drink, and I was looking forward to getting one. <clears throat> I handed uh, my vampire nectar. <laughs> It's not as strong as I would have liked, but... And he takes several big swigs on what's left of the bottle and hands it back. Mm. <clears throat> um, yes. Um, close close two of the sails. And, and he closes two of the sails and your speed slows. So you are, you are slowing your speed. Um, as you round what looks to be the final bend in the gulf towards up towards the city um all of you do see what looks to be a very large and prominent um guard tower in the distance kind of perched high upon a, a, a cliff overlooking the gulf and you can just barely in the distance see some movement up on it um can i say exactly uh if they're guards or they're just like a, i don't know if they're bandits or something from from this point, you can't tell. It's too far away. You're probably like like twenty five hundred feet away. You can just oh, barely okay. you can barely make it out, only because it's so big and and high up in the air. Okay. Well. Captain looks back to you all again. Uh, at least try to approach. Should we not? I'm just wondering if you want to stay away and maybe send us ahead or something. might be wise. Tess, you said you couldn't do that any anymore. Is that something you could, like, tomorrow? No. Okay. Alright. Okay. Alright, then. You would have no way of contacting the ship without coming all the way back. We could do a signal fire. Yes, that'll show up in between all the other fires. Mm. Well... If it was like by the shore, maybe. Let's see. Well, we have to find out. 
Yeah, look, I think let's just go into it. I just want to get off the water. No offense, Captain. Uh, but this hasn't been the most amazing ride. Um, no, you know, it had, none, it had its uh, moments. None <laughs> taken. I've, as I said, this is probably the worst journey that I've ever had. Um, Alexander, I sent you a message. Oh. <clears throat> I see. Captain, should we anchor here or proceed all the way to the docks? I am currently um, contemplating my options. I'm truly not sure. Um. Genuinely looks troubled, like he doesn't know what to do. Hmm. I think it would probably be best if we scout ahead. If only we had an extra dinghy. Yeah. Oh, I could fly. Wait. Speaking of flying, something uh, flying towards us. You all look as Jacques points, and off yeah, the starboard yeah. uh, side of the ship, uh, Alexander, you notice it as well. There appears to be an eagle flying towards you, but it looks to be the weirdest eagle either of you have ever seen. The feathers are mistaken, unmistakably purple. Oh. And and closer, you do realize that it's there's no eagle. In between the wings is a cat. A cat <sighs> with dark purple fur. It's a friend. And and you see atop its back what appears to be a halfling in a pair in a in a set of gleaming silver armor. This cat bird thing lands just right right on the deck without barely a sound with one last gust of its wings, and you see the halfling quickly jump off the back. He's wearing green, cl green cloth under his armor. Um, he has a sword sheathed on his back and a silver necklace ending in a leaf around his neck. And he, I... he quickly turns and looks at all of you. What are you doing here? Why have you come? You need to get out of here. Uh, we just took a ship here. We don't know what's going on. Can you explain? Yeah. You have not heard. No, we've just arrived. No. We just came here from Dunaman. He, he, he puts his head in his hands and kind of paces back and forth. Um, by the way, I'm going to post a picture um, for any of you who, who don't know, who does not know what a Tressum is. This is what his steed looks like. It's in Discord. See, and that's what I've been holding out for. Mm, that's, oh, honestly, if I saw that in real not. life, I'd probably freak out. Oh, nice. <gasps> uh, Charles, Charles is very interested in this, by the way, Alexander. Yeah, I, I would be holding Charles, and, and I'd move up, and I'd hold out Charles. I'm like, see? We're friends now. Um, <laughs> yeah, Char Wait, Char Char so that's how he evolves? Charles yeah, turns that's, into that's his that. final evolution. <laughs> that's his yeah, stage three. Char 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 Charles reaches out and kind of paws at, at, at this cat's face who just kind of sits there and allows Charles to do it and they kind of nuzzle a little bit. They nice. kind of purr and meow back and forth. Uh, Explain the, the situation. <laughs> 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 Char 
Charles Lazard. <laughs> Charles Lazard. <laughs> That's great. A plus. Um, you, you, the the halfling kind of paces around a little bit, puts his head in his hands. This is unfortunate. Dragon Harbor has been ransacked by dwarves. Simply appeared several weeks ago took over. The city is theirs. Like army dwarves or bandit dwarves? Army of dwarves. Hundreds of dwarves. They simply appeared out of nowhere one night. Wow. What's happened to the dragonborn that were ruling the city? The leaders were either found before they could go into hiding or found since. And the leaders have been... Um, it looks kind of down over at the water. Uh, some have tried to resist. Uh, others are in hiding. Others have, as far as I know, pled for their lives. It is not a pretty sight. And what are you still doing here? Uh, I am hoping to potentially figure out a way to restore what was previously here enough to be on watch for ships when I saw you coming up the, the gulf. It's just, just you. To be honest, I'm... Oh, we have uh, gathered a, a, a small a small group, at least of people who we have found so far. Um, um, they're, they're, um, I hope there are more. Um, we don't really risk too much uh, moving around as um, dwarves are fairly good with hearing and stone, and most of the city happens to be made of stone. But this, this ship needs to get out of here now. I'm surprised the patrol boats haven't already come around the corner. We need to get out of here. We saw ships that were uh, fleeing. Yes. Yes, they waited as long as they could, and once the dwarves got a hold of several boats, they started chasing them, harassing them. They're out of, this, out of the gulf itself. Oh. That's why this ship needs to leave quickly. All before of you can turn around and leave. Before we trapped in. Yeah, I mean, Captain, you should get out of here, uh, but the rest of us, what do we want to do? Do we want to get involved? That we had a uh, business here. We do have business here. Any business that you had has probably been destroyed, unfortunately. They, they had a friend I... here. I've tried. He's a lot harder to destroy than you might think. <laughs> there were a lot of people who had friends here. So what do we do now then? You say you have uh, people trying to save the city? Yes, we have around ten or so at the moment, but most of them are commoners. People who took refuge with us. Dwarves. Yes. Entrenched. Well, we're hoping to, over time, find a way. Simply offering aid. It sounds to me that this city has been captured. So I suppose that I'm very much against that. 
I'm happy to help, but I, I, I will need to know where you got one of these cats and if they come in slightly larger sizes. <laughs> uh, I did, um... He, he reaches over and kind of strokes the cat's head. Uh, I did not find Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell came to me. Ah. <laughs> Tinkerbell. I must make you Peter Pan. <laughs> okay. What is your name? Uh, uh, my apologies, uh, the urgency of the moment. Um, Captain, please start turning the ship around. Um, my, my name is Lander Lightheart. Can I tell... Like, obviously, classes are a game thing, but can I tell what occupation this guy leans toward based on whatever he has? Make a religion check. Oh, boy. Cat rider. <laughs> it's a new class Josh made. Cat rider. It's a Valkyrie. Yeah, and, and I wasn't multiclassing before, but now. <laughs> uh, 11 um, religion. Okay. Um... I would say that there were a number of books that you were able to read in your previous situation, so you have a little bit of knowledge. You don't know specific knowledge, but you do recognize um, the symbol around his neck as the symbol of Sylvanus. Landel, with the ship needing to get out of here quickly, is there a way even for us to get to the mainland to help? Um... Well, he, he, he kind of sighs and he's kind of tapping his foot. Look, are, are you all good at keeping quiet? We found a semi- I, I look at Vesla. <laughs> oh, I am excellent at keeping quiet. Ah, good. We have found a, a semi-safe passage um, through a combination of sewers and underground tunnels. It's oh. actually where I was keeping watch. Um... If, if I'm able to get you over there, we might be able to make our way back to to our group. All right, I guess we go to the sewer. Uh, Yay. Do any of us know anything about this Croft place at all? No. Uh, Croft? I would say no. All right. Okay. Captain, I have no advice for you. Just get out of here. <laughs> so... Uh, Josh, I'm gonna roll a history check to see if I would know where the dwarves came from. Okay, go ahead and make a history check. 21. You are not sure, unfortunately. Are we close enough to shore, Josh, that we can take the uh, dinghy and... Uh, yeah, uh, Captain Basson and the crew are already lowering a dinghy for you. Keep it. Destroy it. I don't care what you do with it. We need to get out of here. Right. If, if you just keep going back the way you came, you'll be able to find the other one to replace it, so. Right. We'll be careful not to, like, leave any scratches or marks. We would hate to ding it. Yeah. <coughs> give, it a, give it a little dinghy. <laughs> 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 You are a lot funnier than people give you credit for, Mr. Tiefling. Keep that up. <laughs> Alright, so um, you guys are able to climb down into uh, the dinghy and are able to row the couple hundred yards um, following uh, Lander as he gets on Tinkerbell, as you learned, and he flies 
towards where you see over towards the rock um, is once you get there a cleverly disguised hole so like there's kind of a boulder that shields it from view so you're able to get behind the boulder and then enter into what looks to be um, a sewer tunnel can we before we do that can we sink the dinghy like put a hole in it so that it just goes down so oh, that... yeah e e easily enough we can I play the Titanic. drag it into the sewer hole the sewer hole's not wide enough for okay. a dinghy. Alright, okay. Uh, Into the sewer um, we go. And, and actually, as you all are finally watching the dinghy sink, um, and Lander is kind of rushing you inside the hole um, in the distance, as you see the wave cutter turning around to head back out, you do see the bows of two ships kind of edging around what you would assume is the city harbor. And, and uh, Lander says, inside, quickly, quickly, inside. Okay, I'll follow. go inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Okay, you all quickly make your way inside the tunnels into the sewer system of Dragon Harbor. And that's where we'll end the episode.